Did nobody actually catch the fact that DJ just said, I just spent 15 minutes talking about my wood? Sure did. Let's start. economy or better for the environment major it's better for the environment than me paying for electricity he says you must not like the environment <laughs> i know i i'm good with the environment burning my burning wood and and burning coal is better than me paying for electricity fluffy puma says that's factually incorrect Welcome to Talking Fireplaces with DJs. What's up, everybody? My name is Ultimate DJs, and today we're talking about heating your home more efficiently. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is a Star Trek Fleet Command podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Let's see who's here to talk about talk about your wood. Do a Talking Trek server sound off, giggity. All right, let's see. What do we got? Jerry Ryan, what's up? Welcome. Server 146. Data Systems on 27. Welcome. Young Sukan. Happy Hump Day. Server 38. D-Agent on 14. Sakara 136. Andy Dandy on 31. Welcome. Tally Ho from Server 16. What's up, Joker? Dirty Snowman on 37. Vespa Man on 147. Thank you. Arian on 30. Rotifer on Server 17. Welcome. Trucking Chick on 26. McNasty. Server 32. Welcome. Grumpy Marmoset on 26. Nick Burns on 25. Lord Farquaad on server 147. Magmoto on 31. Housekeeping is here from server 16. Silent Killer is here from server 31. What's up? Jazzy on 54. NC on 9. Chronic Break on server 18. 10? Wait a second. Chronic Break, are you on 10 or 18? Or both? Maybe. Hey, what's up, Honey? Server 10. Deuces Wild on 17. Welcome. Metal on server 8. Dragon Slayer on 27. Baked Llama is here for wood. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Maztec, 32. Orion Shoreleave on server 52. Welcome. Appreciate it. Nathan on 61. Thank you. Silly Tom on 15. The Clueless One on 13. Raskar, giggity, giggity from server 30. Welcome. Dirty Bird on 15. Sobex on server 24. Welcome. Fluffy Puma on 32. Commander Taylor <laughs> on server 192. Waiting for an upgrade since 1984. Hudson on the wood-fired 146. Twab on 22. Bernard on 28. Zoomer Master on server 34. Thank you. Rev Deuce joining us from server 20. Welcome, Vinius on 8. El Chipo on 196. Welcome, Fleber on 172. Is that a brand new one? 172. I've not heard that one before. Scaly back from the Outback on 193. Holy cow. Beaver Beaver on 181. We got some new servers in the hizzy. Darth Grogu on 10. Lorenzo on server 38. Silent Killers on 31, OBG on 44, Gobbles on 36, and goodness gracious, 245 additional messages. You guys are animals today. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, is, is server 200 a real thing? I couldn't believe it's server 181. That that must be brand spanking new. Goodness Wait, gracious. He doesn't know? Come on. I, you have to keep up. Listen, I've been moving a lot of firewood today. I haven't been able to keep up, Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> that's a lie. You're right. I didn't move a lot of firewood. No, I just no, 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 I sat on a cooler, drank beer, and smoked cigarettes while my slave labor did it. Uh, you're exactly right. Uh, let's see. What do we got? We got a uh, new server. Yeah, two, uh, server 200 is a brand new server from APAC region. So welcome. Appreciate you guys being here. Also, server we're up to server 186 in the European servers. And uh, in the U.S., we're up to server 65. So that's pretty daggone awesome. Uh, welcome, guys. Appreciate it. You know, um, uh, man, that's a, that's a lot of servers, Ripper. Goodness gracious. It's a lot of servers. Uh, good yeah. afternoon. Welcome in, everybody. Would like to welcome my guest today. Of course, it is early enough, although we're, we're pushing it, aren't we, Ripper? It's uh, it's after 10 o'clock. Oh, no, it's after 11 o'clock. Central, yeah, Central 11 15. Yeah, 11 and 15 CET, Central European time. Uh, but would like to welcome my friend. We actually, you know, have you ever had a friend where you had to actually, like, remind them or, like, convince them? That they were actually your friend? That's me and Ripper. I had to... Yes. <laughs> that's me and Ripper. <laughs> I had to tell Ripper that we were friends. He, he apparently didn't recognize it. So, I would like to welcome... I'm, I'm not good with social stuff, you know? That's okay. That's okay. See, I'm, I am the yin to your yang, Criminal Ripper. I'm your friend, all right? I got your back, always. All right, Ripper is here. Welcome. Uh, Techman says, wait, you have friends? Yeah, I know. It's crazy concept ripper is one of my very few friends all right like a, like a real friend like a real friend like a friend outside of the game isn't that crazy uh i know it's crazy ripper welcome yeah, to did the... you know stuff about me i do i know and that's be you know why i know stuff about him you know why i know stuff about ripper because ripper tells me these Stalker. things no <laughs> no he tells me we talk we talk about things, and that ripper is why we're friends. If I had to, if I had to define it for you, it's because we talk. You tell me things, so like you like me enough, or that you trust me enough that we can talk. That makes us friends. Okay, just say. I, th I think DJ knows my real name. I don't it makes know. Makes you coworkers. I do. <laughs> I I do in fact know Ripper's real name. He does in fact. I'm pretty sure. Don't you know mine? I'm pretty sure you do. I think you do. Maybe not. Maybe I did at some point, but I forget things. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> that's fine. But yeah, yeah. So anyway. go, Bob. <laughs> that's fine. I'll go with that. Uh, also, like to welcome to the stage, broadcasting live from the beautiful country of India today. V Ready is here with us early in the morning. I do believe for you, sir. Is that correct? It's two forty-five. Two forty-five in the morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I tried to do it. That, that is early. It is early. early. Uh, server 20 aficionado. Server 20 plus 18. Uh, other various servers. Uh, fellow content creator Rev Deuce is here. Welcome. Appreciate you being here. Uh, also, uh, it would not be... Listen, uh, Stevens Aaron is here, show producer. Thank you uh, very much for being here as well. And also, one of our newest friends of the show, Johnny Number 5. I should have found a, a sound clip. I am super happy that Johnny number five is on our stage. I, like it, it actually warms my heart. Um, it was a, it was a childhood, childhood hero of mine. So I love Johnny number five. Thank you. Five for being alive. Here. Uh, he's alive. Thank you. Uh, and he needs input. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's give him all the input he can handle. It's time for the, uh, stupid news headlines. Let's get into stupid it. No! Time for the news. <laughs> yeah. 
Sobek says that the uh, the short circuit movies are on HBO Max, just in case anybody's looking. All right. HBO Max, if anybody's looking for the uh, short circuit movies. I don't have HBO Max. I refuse to pay for it. But maybe if we can if we can campaign them to get them on, like, Netflix or something. Listen, Johnny Number 5, can you not post your stuff to Netflix? No, wait. I don't have Netflix either. Post it to Paramount Plus. Can you do that? Get them over to Paramount Plus. I'll watch them there. All right. Uh, welcome, everybody. Time for your stupid news headlines. Uh, what do we have today? We got some stuff. Social media, streaming services, and global news outlets all experienced an internet outage yesterday. The New York Times, CNN were hit. Everything was blacked out yesterday with users unable to access their sites and in some cases, even their channels going off the air yesterday. It was a strange and scary uh, internet, satellite, weird kind of uh, information shutdown that actually happened, I believe, yesterday. Uh, it was actually the happiest people have been in years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, no, seriously, no CNN or New York Times. Guys, this is the equivalent of a bird losing its left wing. <laughs> that was not a political joke. It was just a play on words. Oh, you're crazy. Before anybody gets upset, it was not a political joke. It's just a play on words. Uh, Apple <laughs> is in the news. Apple is in the news and has paid a multi-million dollar settlement to an Oregon woman, Ripper, after this woman sent in her iPhone for repair and have her and had her private racy images and even a sexually oriented video from her phone posted online by repair technicians. First of all, why? Why would you do that? Like, you're, you know you're going to be fired. Like, straight up, you're going to be fired if you do that. But second of all, uh, yeah, everything online. So she sued and won multi-millions of dollars. I didn't actually get to see the video, but from what I've heard, Apple is now actually uh, considering a new cloud-sharing product called iBone. <laughs> get it? iBone. <laughs> Watch out, Pornhub. They're coming. Oh. oh. Oh, really? Oh, 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 oh. Meghan Markle is in the news, and I listen. I don't know why I keep honing in on these news, these stories. I love making fun of Meghan Markle. I do. Uh, did you guys hear that she wrote a children's book? She wrote a children's book. It debuted this past week. It's called The Bench, and uh, shockingly, it failed to breach the bestsellers list in the UK on its release date. Yeah, shockingly, uh, it did not sell that well. It sounds like the only person who bought the book uh, was reportedly Prince Andrew. Apparently, he's reading it to his date tonight. Uh, <laughs> Markle. <laughs> Meghan Markle, who welcomed her second child with husband Prince Harry on Friday, made it to the number 205 spot. 205th spot on the UK Amazon chart. Further proof that Megan is so universally disliked in England, she might as well be a toothbrush. Ha! <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a stereotypical joke. All right? Nothing, nothing political or racial or 
just Are you saying that they have bad teeth? Stereotypical. <laughs> I have to explain all my jokes. People get upset. Uh, I know, right? Uh, how about this one? Disgraced Congressman Anthony Weiner. Who knows Anthony Weiner? Anybody in the United States knows who Anthony Weiner is. His name is legit Anthony Weiner. Okay? Like, that's his name. He's a, he was a congressman. He got into a lot of trouble for sharing pictures of his junk to staffers. He actually got fired. He got ousted. Uh, well, now he's back in the news searching for relevance and says he's considering selling his infamous crotch shot as an NFT. What's an NFT? Can someone help me with that? What is a what is a an NFT? That's that's that, 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 that's a thing where, where where people bid on it and uh, and and try to buy it. Like who okay. wants that? A non fungible token? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, what Cheapo? Is that you? Cheapo, you sound like big country today. Um, yeah, he's so he's gonna sell this picture. Uh, the image would also include, get this, he's making a whole package out of it. He's going to include personal emails and a copy of the search warrant that the FBI used to seize his laptop. So uh, he's calling it a real package deal. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a road to bankruptcy to me. In a new interview, yeah, probably, he's desperate. In a new interview, actor Joaquin Phoenix said that he will not force his son to be vegan. Perhaps he wants him to grow up to be a, a strong meat eater, like his fellow actor, Army Hammer. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on, I got one more. <laughs> one more. Quarterback Johnny Manziel in the world of sports news. Quarterback Johnny Manziel has admitted, uh-oh, he's in trouble. He admitted that he once earned $33,000 in college for doing nothing but signing autographs, which, by the way, is a huge violation of current NCAA laws. All right, he earned $33,000 for signing autographs, but still, he claims, the biggest payday he ever got for doing nothing came when he signed for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Finally, here's your... Uh, listen, all right, this is, this is the last one, Wicked Witch. I almost made this your Talking Trek DA of the day. I almost did, but then I got to thinking about it, and actually, I'm pretty sure she's probably the smartest wannabe politician of all time. Get this. This is happening down in Mexico, folks. Uh, it's a thing. Boobs for ballots. That is legit her campaign slogan. OnlyFans model Rocio Pino does solemnly swear to pay for a round of free boob jobs for all women if she is elected to her dream job in Mexican parliament. My election promise, she says, is to guarantee free breast augmentation for all women what she says. She is known online as La Grossera, or The Rude Lady, on social media, has built her run for Congress on her very unique chest-pumping campaign, Boobs for Every Woman. As a verified OnlyFans content creator, Pino charges her 60,000 subscribers $144 a year for privileged peaks at her mountainous maracas and her bouncy bongo people are praising her hands-on approach ladies and gentlemen boobs for all there you go and that is again literally i was thinking about it for da of the day i actually kind of think she's uh actually kind of think she's she's playing this pretty daggone smart right 
Like, that's, a hu- that's, a hu- that's a huge no comment there. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, there is no way she doesn't win. Think about this. Women are going to love it. All right? She's got the female vote. Men, come on now. Their women will get free boobs. Men are going to love it. Okay? She is hitting both audiences right here. She's going to win. All right? There's no doubt well, about it. As long as long as she doesn't get you to negotiate her her uh, wages <laughs> like you did with your kids, it'll be fine. All right, I don't know why I don't know why you guys think that I'm so I'm so hard on my kids. They work for a couple hours. Listen, they made they made like eight dollars an hour today doing chores, doing chores that they would they would they would have to do anyway, even if I didn't pay them. I think I'm being generous by paying them. Okay, they have a roof over their head. That's their rent. <laughs> how many how many yeah thank you Ooh, i like it nostromo more like how about not da of the day how about double d of the day i'll go with that thank you appreciate that jerry ryan says but uh listen i've got two points a uh what are her policies <laughs> that's funny thank you jerry ryan uh appreciate it <laughs> welcome Welcome, appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys so very much for being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Now that we've gotten literally 45 minutes of fluff out of the way, let's talk about the Next Generation Arc 2. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, launched yesterday. And if you've missed it, please go on to wherever you download your favorite podcast and you will find a Talking in Cars with DJs that we published yesterday all about the launch of this new arc. And uh, in the information that we had at the time of launch, but it's it's kind of fun. We've actually had a couple of extra things that that crept up that didn't even make it into the notes, which was uh, which was interesting. And and uh, one of which I've actually already forgotten about. Someone's gonna have to help me. We talked about the fog of war. All right, we got that. Uh, we saw. Listen, I uh, I was making hey, a lot. Uh, of- Go ahead. Oh, somebody somebody tried to talk up. Uh, I was making a lot of fun of the Wesley Crusher card yesterday. <clears throat> yesterday, Will Wheaton actually commented on the introduction of his character into, <clears throat> quote, the Starfleet Command game. And he was highly irritated. Highly irritated because his post, which began very happy, uh, his post was immediately met with the Shut Up Wesley memes, and he went on a banning run. He legit kicked players of this game right the heck on off his Facebook. Stevens Aaron was reporting live from the field. Stevens Aaron was there on Will Wheaton's Facebook page and documented this crazy journey. Steven, we're, we're firing <laughs> yes. on all cylinders. So he's like, yep. That yeah. happened. Uh, no, so, you know, listen, I know we didn't have an opportunity. We have never had an opportunity to talk to Will Whedon. I, to be perfectly honest with you, this is my chance, okay? This is my chance. He is now aware of what's happening in the game. This is my chance to get him. I don't know what it would cost. I don't know if he would charge, but I'm telling you, this right here is our opportunity to get Will Whedon on this show. And, and let me be very, very clear. If, if he happens to listen if he happens to, to check this out before he decides to come on the show, let me tell you, okay, um, I, I probably, okay, I probably feel very similar to him in, in, a lot of, in a lot of ways regarding his time on the show. He often talks about that he loves his castmates, okay, especially now that he's, he's a grown adult. But when he was a child, all right, he, 
he has talked about it more than once that he felt really kind of pushed around. He was the kid on set. He talked about the producers and the directors and, and even Roddenberry himself and Sir Patrick Stewart that all were not like, you know, I mean, not initially were super, you know, congenial to him. Uh, now, he grew into his own, obviously, as, as he spent more time on the set, but he has talked about the fact that uh, it, it was, you know, the best of times, it was the worst of times, for example. He, he talks about how challenging it was as, uh, as, as a child actor on this show. So yesterday, Stevens Aaron, he made a post on his Facebook page talking about the Shut Up Wesley meme. He really doesn't like it. And, and I, I will have to apologize on that because it's not directed at Will Wheaton, okay? Uh, it's directed at, at, you know, a quote that kind of made your character famous, to be honest with you. Now, I, like I said, I agree with him on a lot of things about respect and, and workplace professionalism and, and, and a lot of that. Uh, I don't know that he should take it quite so personally with the Shut Up Wesley meme because, I mean, it's an iconic moment. You know, it's, it's a funny moment. It's probably one of the funniest moments in multiple seasons of that show. All right? And, and not only that, Scalyback says it fits perfectly with the narrative. Guys, we have an audio clip. Uh, I don't even know if I could find it easily. There is an audio clip from the first words ever spoken on air for the next generation. The first words ever spoken were a captain's log from Captain Picard talking about his assignment at Farpoint and going to pick up his new first officer, and that he was perturbed that Starfleet assigned him a ship with children. Okay? Starfleet assigned him a ship with children. This is in the opening monologue of the very first ever episode of The Next Generation. In the first 90 seconds, all this is said. So it it perfectly lands with the narrative that Picard was never amused with Wesley Crusher, okay? So uh, I do think that Will Wheaton is, is a great actor. I think he does a lot for the world of Star Trek. I think that what he does with the Ready Room and what he does with Paramount Plus and what he does for all the various Star Trek shows, I watch them all. I am a fan. I watch all of his interviews. I actually think he's a great interviewer, all right? Um, so I, I'm saying all this right now because I don't want Mr. Wheaton potentially, I'm, I doubt he would, but I don't necessarily, if, he, if it would happen that he would listen to this and decide to come on this show, I would welcome him with open arms as a professional actor, okay? Not as, as the kid that was disrespected by his captain or, or, you know, the kid that is insulted by a meme that has literally immortalized your character. I would probably disagree with Mr. Wheaton that he should probably not take it personally, all right, you should probably. I mean, in my opinion, I think that it. I mean, gosh, it's it's publicity. Your your character is literally immortalized by that meme. It's a funny meme, all right. And and I know you might take it personally, and I and I'm sorry for that. Uh, and and therefore, the link to this episode. And and therefore, I'm kind of <laughs> sorry. I'm kind of sorry about some of the things that we're gonna say today about the character. And again, don't get him twisted. W- don't get him twisted, Mister. I, w- I, I, I would like to jump in here. Great actor, he did a great job on the on the show. I think the writers really, um, really, really trashed him by not uh, getting into the um, time traveling thing that they were going to do. And I think it was in season four. Or it something. was a write off. They wrote him completely out of this uh, out of the series. 
And they did. it was the writers that did that. It was. And, but, you know, here's the thing. Wesley Crusher was not a popular character. It, he was brought onto the show to be the teen heartthrob. He was brought into the show to attract young people to the show. It just didn't work. He was not a popular character. And that's not Mr. Wheaton's fault. Listen, the work that he did was fine. All right. But they, gave, they really didn't give him a whole lot to work with. He was not uh, a super likable character, to, to be po- perfectly honest with you. I, I never liked his character. I also found him brash his and annoying. Char- his, character was, his character was awful. His character like he, was annoying. Really, everyone really wanted to hate him. I, I no, never also, I, I never mean, enjoyed him. Like you actually like you actually told earlier, I actually I started rewatching TNG. In the first episode, Picard actually asked Riker to take care of the fact that I cannot I do not basically I cannot stand children, so Absolutely. V Ready is absolutely that. right. It was that was the final scene to say I I've watched I watched Farpoint just the other day. It was the final scene of that episode where yeah. uh where Picard was kind of having a little bit of a of a come to Jesus meeting with Riker. They had had uh, a confrontation on that episode, and Picard says, Listen, is it your intention to always, you know, for the right reason, what what happened was Riker disobeyed a direct order from Captain Picard, but it was to protect Captain Picard, okay? Uh, Commander Riker disobeyed an order and disallowed Captain Picard to go on an away mission, which we all know is traditional Starfleet protocol. So <clears throat> he was disallowed. Uh, Riker overrode him and did not allow him to go on this away mission. And they had words about it at the end of this episode. Uh, and, and Picard had asked him, is it your intention to, to always stand up to me in that way if if what you are doing is right. And Riker said, yes, sir. Having been a first officer yourself, you know that assuming that responsibility must by definition include the safety of the captain. I have no problem with following any rules you lay down, short of compromising your safety. And you don't intend to back off from that position? No, sir. One further thing. Special favor. Anything, sir? Using the same strength you showed with Captain DeSoto, I would appreciate it if you could keep me from making an ass of myself with children. Sir? I'm not a family man, Riker, and yet Starfleet has given me a ship with children aboard. Yes, sir. And I... uh, I don't feel comfortable with children. But since a captain needs an image of geniality, you're to see that's what I project. Aye, sir. Welcome to the Enterprise, Commander Riker. And so at that moment is when Picard actually decided to keep Commander Riker as his number one. It was not during that first episode. It was leading up, it, it was right there. At that moment, Picard decided to keep William Riker as his first officer. And in the final quote of the episode, V Ready is absolutely right. He says, Listen, do me a favor. Keep me away from kids. I've got a perception thing. I don't like kids. Kids annoy me. I've got a perception problem with kids. Please keep them out of my way. And then what happens? We get a 14-year-old boy on the bridge. Captain Picard's worst nightmare. Okay? Now. It was crazy in that episode. Yeah, it was just a terrible thing. 
Um, <laughs> Blue Mandalorian jokes, though, it's hard to be a teen heartthrob when your mom is there as a superior officer, and I don't necessarily disagree. Anyway, my, my long uh, now <laughs> chronic breaks, I was going to say, long story short is, if he, if he does end up listening, if he decides to check it out and come on this show, I would welcome him. I would love to talk to you, Mr. Wheaton. I would love to to explore. I, I feel like I know a lot about you because I watch all of your interviews. I watch what you say to other actors, and I feel like it's a, a reflection on how you feel about the franchise. I don't think he dislikes the franchise in any way, shape, or form. All right? I don't think. I think that he does love the franchise. He loves the properties. He loves the it idea is, of Star is, Trek. It is, it, it is very clear when you, when you watch the Paramount Plus stuff, um, when he's interviewing Picard and, and, uh, and all those people, that he absolutely adores the, the franchise. He adores the franchise, and I think now as an adult, I think he adores the people. I think as a, what was he actually, was he actually 14 or 15 years of age uh, that when he, was, uh, when he was on the set of TNG? Might have been 16. I agree. I bet, it I bet it was tough. All right? Child actors have said that all through the years. You know, you, child performers. You look at Britney Spears. You look at the Justin Timberlake. You look at, at all these, uh, Christina Aguilera. They always talk about how terrible it was, all right, as, as a child actor, child performer. So I got no doubt that his time on the show was tough. The, what is impressive is that he has made it into his entire career and a good career at that and still involved with that franchise and not in, uh, you know, hey, I'm going to go do a convention and make, you know, a couple hundred dollars, you know, paycheck to paycheck kind of thing. He's still on TV. He's still doing Star Trek on TV as, I mean, he, he might as you, well you, be the face. You know what the, <clears throat> go ahead. You know what the crazy thing about this, this whole thing is? Uh, I mean, nobody remembers the, uh, the child actors from the 70s, 80s, 90s. Nobody remembers. Very them. few of them. Uh, Beverly Very Hills, 90210, and, and, and all that other sort of stuff. But the Star Trek people, everyone remembers. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Well, I'll, I'll say this. It, it might have been a, a tough gig for him when he was young, but he has become. I mean, and, and I, don't know, I don't know who approached him on this. I don't know how this happened. But he has essentially become the face or the voice of Star Trek for Paramount Plus. Listen, I mean, if you could get yeah, it, it's it's it is crazy to watch that. And every two weeks, there's a new video that comes out, and he gets all of the actors involved. He got he got John Delancey, he got he, you know he gets uh, uh, Patrick Stewart, he get he, he gets everyone. And and unless you have the um, the, the the blessings of those people that are running the franchise, you'll never get those people. So obviously he's he's doing a good job. I mean he's he works. I mean he works for CBS, you know. So I mean they're putting these people with him. But but here's the thing: CBS trusts Will Wheaton with their most prized possessions, which is you know as far as Star Trek goes, Patrick Stewart, John Delancey, you know, uh, William Frakes. Okay, like they trust him with Will Wheaton. So or they trust uh, the their stars with Will Wheaton. I think he's made a phenomenal career with it. Anyway, I don't mean to spend a bunch of time on this. Long story short is, listen, I would love for you to come here. I am I am not a, a a TV interviewer. I've done radio for two decades, but but I would love to have you come here. Your character is the focal point of this show, or, or of this. And arc. we. We as the community would love to have Will Wheaton come here 
and well, chat about DJ. it. Um, and it would be fantastic. I, I think it's great. Rev, go ahead. Well, I think one thing that's been missed here is, you know, when he's getting upset, it's this is a, a perfect example of what's called a parasocial relationship where people will see an actor on TV, they'll listen to every podcast in the world, and then they treat those individuals as if they actually know them and are friends. And as he put it, look, he's been having people do this shut up Wesley thing to him for 30, 40 years to the mm. point that it literally causes mental ang anguish. He actually will not do a lot of Star Trek conventions. He will not meet with fans because this is such a common thing that just simply got to the point where it gets on his nerves. People can't separate his character from the actor. And this is a pretty common thing with celebrities. Like I said, parasocial relationships. And that's the point. It's especially doesn't care if it's in reference to the show. People are joking. You're the show. right. It's, they come up to him and say, shut up, Wesley. And he wants nothing to do with those people. And I, and I don't blame him because there is a difference between Will Wheaton, the man, and Wesley Crusher, the character. And it is crazy, Rev. Like, like, people do blur that line. It's the same reason that uh, – someone's going to have to help me out. Uh, the same reason that um, – could got uh, – the Harry Potter kid, all right? He wanted out of the franchise. He said, listen, I've been doing this for 12 years, okay? I want to do something different. It's the same reason that Captain America's actor, Chris Evans – decided he wanted to hang up the shield. He said, listen, this is all I've done. I want to do other things. I want to do directing. I want to do other projects, all right? Uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. said the same thing about the Iron Man suit, all right? Now, ultimately, he, he maybe decided to come back in an alternate form, whatever, but nonetheless, these guys feel like and, and we've heard it by other actors that they're getting pigeonholed into a role. They don't want to be in that role forever. And these are characters who have done it for 10, 12, and 15 years. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you there, uh, uh, both Rev and, uh, and uh, DJ. Uh, I'm going to agree with you there. And what I will say is, for myself, I love TNG. Um, I, 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 I really do love the, the, the character that, uh, that uh, Will Wheaton played. Um, he did an, an admirable job of doing it, and I would love for him to know that he has a safe space to come here and talk to us where nobody's going to say, shut up, Wesley. I, I agree. I, I, can, I can promise you, I'll tell you right now, that, that, that an appearance on this show would, would be handled professionally and admirably, and, and we're not going to bring you in and ambush you. I can, I can promise you that. But that being said... Uh, it, it is. It would be cool to have have him come here, and I know that that Reb is absolutely right. People people separate that. I think here and within this community, we've demonstrated time and time again that that a lot of people have a good head on their shoulders for the most part, and uh, would be able to to admire that we literally, in fact, have a Star Trek legend among us, uh, and and I think that that would be that would be amazing. I think that would feel really good to a lot of our listeners and our community and, and me especially. So that being said, you're absolutely welcome here and, and would love for you to do that. He made, uh, he had a lot of conversation about this yesterday. Uh, Stevens Aaron was uh, on the Facebook and uh, watching a lot of this stuff. And, and blue says he probably couldn't do an interview probably because of something with Paramount or whatnot. And, and that's probably true. Maybe, maybe, but these, these guys Listen, we, we, Talking Trek, is not technically contracted with Paramount. So if Mr. Wheaton wanted to come by of his own personal accord and just say hi, I guarantee he would be able to do so if, if he was willing. 
that yeah, I, I I don't know I don't I don't know about that because I know how NDAs work. Um, uh, their lawyers will have them tied <laughs> up like seventeen weeks to Sunday. So um, if 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 you reach out to him and uh, and and it works, that, that'll be an awesome thing. Well, yeah, I'm going DJ. to. Yeah, it, it, I'm it, going yeah. to because the time is ripe. Okay, he's on Facebook. He knows about the game. As a matter of fact, someone uh, even asked him if he has ever played the game. And he said, well, I'm in it now. I might have to download it. He is going to check it out. Okay? He's going to check it out. And, and we've said this before. Right, Rev? We've talked before. I'm on server 33, and, and then I want to <laughs> blow him up. You know, we've talked about this before, Rev, like even with, like, the Kelvin crew. Like, how, how likely is it that none of them have ever checked out this game? This, this game is not a normal game. You know, this is a huge IP, a huge property, and you've got big A-list celebrities that play likenesses inside this game. I got to tell you, I'd be, just, cu- I'd be curious just, as hell. Just, it's unfathomable to think that nobody in the Star Trek community is actually here playing. Oh, I, I'm sure somebody is. I'm sure somebody is. And, and, and I, for one, would be curious as hell. If I was ever, if I was ever put into a game, like I was last month. <laughs> I would definitely download the game and check it out. I'd want to see, you know. For example, okay, let me put it this way. Let me let me was, let me was move this forward. Is a wood splitting game or no, what were you stop. doing? No, let me move forward. And, and I'll, I'll say this, and then we'll get into game content. Uh, for example, if I was Will Wheaton, okay, I would come in and I would actually be pleased with my artwork. For example, okay. If I was Patrick Stewart, I would come in and I would be furious with my artwork. I rev. I oh, am oh, so. Oh, I, dis- I disagree. I disagree with that. Oh I, no. Uh, I, I I love I love the the uh, the the vintage Patrick Stewart. With the missions and the time travel and all that sort of stuff. I think uh, no, I, no, no spoilers, no spoilers, because I haven't actually, I haven't actually done the missions yet. Rev, uh, the audience is telling me to come to you on the artwork. I know you're a big art guy. We've talked about this in the past. Oof. Artwork. I got to be honest with you. I am not digging the artwork uh, for Sir Patrick Stewart. I, I, if I were him, I would be upset. I would be very upset at the artwork. Upset is a very strong word. I would say that of the past few months, which I feel like the artwork has gotten better. This is not the best representation of an actor that they've put out. I don't know that it's awful, but it's not the best. Uh, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to take a very anti-shell moment here, Rev. And I'm going to say, listen, as far as Scopely is concerned, the, we're only on day two. The event rolled out. We had no, again, we had a very smooth rollout. No mechanical problems, nothing crazy, nothing crazy, nothing major, nothing game-breaking. The events popped off. The events are functioning. Nothing is breaking. Nothing is not scoring. Everything looks good, okay? Everything is fine. Uh, so if I had to pick something that I am unhappy about, if I had to pick one thing that makes me the most upset, I'm glad that it's artwork. But it is artwork, all right? You're right. The last couple of months have been great, all right? Patrick Stewart does not look right. And so... He looks horrible. He does not look right. And I'll, and I'll tell you this. If... if uh, and Scopely should be pleased. I mean, not obviously about the artwork. But if Scopely 
if the worst thing I can say about the first 24 hours of an arc is that your artwork is bad, then you actually did a pretty good job too. But, my God, the art on Captain Picard, the most legendary captain of all time, the most recognizable face in your game, and it's not his face. It's not his face. Not anywhere close to his face. You got, you got his bald head right. You got his hair right. There is nothing about his facial features that are right. I'm sorry. That's just me. Exactly. If you go to make it so event, the main picture with the description, it doesn't look anything like Patrick Stewart. I mean, you could have taken an actual photograph and, and run it through a software to animate it, and it would have been better. Like, whoever... Now, again, I do say, Rev, if that's the one thing that I have to complain about, then they actually did a pretty good job. You know what I'm saying? They actually did a pretty good job. If that's that's all I can complain about, then great, okay? But nonetheless. All right, now let's talk. Uh, let, let's talk about Make It So, okay? Young Ducat is dying to talk about this. Let's talk about day one worth of events, okay? I've got my game pulled up here. Whoop, I'm on a zero node. Let me fix that real quick. Let's talk about the events that we've got so far, and we will, folks, dive in to the actual event calendar. This one is interesting. It's tricky. It's maybe a shade complicated. We told you in our ARC introduction video, reading is key. Reading is absolutely key, okay? Because (laughs) yesterday, multiple players messaged me, my points aren't working. Now, now I'm not going to name any names except for my own. I, I've got to. St- I'm, I'm driving somewhere with this. All right, guys, open your events list. Turn to page 17 in chapter four, please. Uh, take a look at the Armada Resistance. The Armada Resistance. It was a 72-hour event, required 35,000 points, and the way you scored was to upgrade your ACC or to spend Armada directives. Okay. So, I had multiple players messaging me yesterday and saying, well, I'm not getting my points or I'm not getting, you know, my rewards or, or I just did this and I'm supposed to get, all right, that was an alliance event, everybody. <laughs> uh, there's no way. They, Scopely wants me to spend 3,500 uncommon directives. I can't do that. I don't even have time to do that. Alliance milestone. Alliance milestone, everybody, okay? That also said... Some players also panicked, all right? And by the way, the event's still going on, so if you fall into this bracket, then, then relax, okay? The event, I also got players messaging me about the event being done before they could even claim their prize. Well, I guess Scopely just made it so half the galaxy can't get the rewards. No, it's okay. It's okay, all right? If you want to upgrade your ACC, you can, or go run an uncommon, okay? Go run an uncommon, even if all the milestones were completed, Scopely has has changed this. That this seems to listen. It even happened in Cal. I don't know if anybody noticed. I missed claiming the first milestone. Yeah, I got it. I missed, I missed claiming I missed the first milestone in Cal, and then I did it, and I got paid. All right, that I got has paid. been happening for ages, though. I I mean, well, like, I guess I don't. For a long time. Well, they fixed it. Okay, Tequila says working for a while. Ripper says working for a while. They fixed this. Okay, so this is phenomenal, and uh, and and they, you know, hey. So if you missed it, not a big deal. Obviously, players like myself have missed Ripper when that actually may have happened. All right, but uh, it it 
you didn't have to worry about missing it. Just run an uncommon while the clock is still up and you will still get paid, okay? Um, so that was one. This other one, make it so. I actually like this event. I do. Um, sorry about that. Sending a message. I like the make it so event. All right, let's talk about make it so because I think some people, including possibly you, young Ducat, have maybe possibly misunderstood the actual metric of this event. All right, so let's start with the Make It So meta event. It was 72 hours. 72 hours. All right. Uh, and yes, rank one in this 72-hour event is 27 epic shards. Not terrible. Not terrible. But, you know, certainly we got a long way to go. 180 to go. All right. But the first, uh, the first four spots also include that facepalm avatar, which is amazing. All right. And, and, hey, the artwork on that is actually perfect. By the way, the artwork on the avatar is perfect. All right? Um, so, anyway, now, you say outside of the top six is trash. I disagree. Even sixth place is nine shards. Okay? Seventh place is five shards. And then it goes all the way down. Now, I agree, you know, seven through 100, it's kind of a gimme. All right? Because these are also bracketed. You're not going to have to work real hard to at least get some shards. Now, guys, I... I I have to point out that we are fickle, okay? We're fickle. Day Trade says I'm disappointed. Rude Dude says the brackets are bad. Uh, uh, Rikus says uh, top six or everything else is trash. Mm. Okay, we complain about officer sourcing. We complain about, sh about shards and how we can't get them. And now we've got a leaderboard that is 100 spots deep, okay? Now, come on now. All right, and I'm not shilling. I'm just observing a slight bit of, you know, tit for tat here. Maybe a slight bit of hypocrisy. We we need to, we need to recognize. I mean, we we complained we complained when they gave us a free unlock of Jayla, and we had to work really hard for it. And then we complained that we didn't get anything last month. So eh, come on, okay? We're getting shards. It may not be enough. Hey, listen. If you score 99th place in your bracket, all right. I bet you're not going to get enough shards to, to unlock this officer. Heck, I would imagine that Joker's right. I would imagine you're going to, listen, even if you got third place in this event, it's certainly possible that you're not going to unlock Picard this month. I got to be honest with you, Ripper. I don't expect anybody to unlock Picard this month for free. And I say free because obviously we've got some G3, G4 spend auctions, but I, I, I know I've said before, and let me be clear again on my definitions, I consider spending boatloads of directives and boatloads of materials. I consider that spending, okay? Because you've accumulated that. It has a monetary value. Materials are one of the few things in this game that still have a very real monetary value. So, Ripper, I would imagine outside of those auctions, and we still don't know what those look like, do we? But I would say no one is unlocking him for free this month. Now, I could be pleasantly surprised. Ripper, what do you think? The most legendary character in the game with a, a, an ability that has smacked your grandma good. We'll talk about that coming up. What do you think, Rip? You mean unlocking? Or what? Yeah. Yeah, what? no. I don't think so. You're going to have to spend, probably. I, I would think so. To get there. I would think so. Now, the fact that you can get some shards to get you closer is probably nice. Okay? Probably nice. It's probably a good thing. All right? 
Um, now, let's talk about the meta of this event, okay? Earning Picard tickets gets you 10 points apiece. We know that, okay? We know that. Um, the Picard tickets are the scoring metric, okay? That is the primary method of which to score, okay? Now, Young Ducat says, I don't think I've missed the metric, okay? I, to, to score 160,000 points, you'd have to kill 16,000 hostiles. Guys, no. I mean, uh, yeah, if, if you do it with just Wesley, okay, then sure, all right? But the points from the Rift events, you guys go look. Rift does not give you, go to Rift 1, please. Go to Rift 1. There was no requirement to use Wesley Crusher. All right? And let me be clear. Wesley Crusher has not been sourced for free either. All right? So I did not use Wesley Crusher. I did not have him. Okay? I did not have him. I did not buy him. I did not use him. So I got no bonus points, meaning until event reset today, I had zero points in Make It So. Zero points. All right, now some people did score points, okay? Some people did score points. And, and that is only because they paid for Wesley Crusher. So see that, Will? You do have some fans out there. Many people bought your card yesterday, despite the fact that it actually looks pretty weak. All right, and, and I know that Bubba and V-Ready want to talk about that. We'll get to that in a little bit. Rift one, hey, young Ducat, you're right. You're absolutely right. He says his bonus just doesn't seem like it would make a large difference. Bingo! That's absolutely correct. That's the point. It's the tiebreaker. That's the point. Listen, when Scopely was des- describing this event to us, all right, pre-launch, here's what they described it as. They described it as a grinder's event with a slight benefit to spending. This was beautiful to me. Ripper, I have told you a gazillion times that I don't mind spender's elements as long as they don't outweigh the grinder's element. I mean, you've probably heard me say that a hundred times. Community, mm-hmm. how many times have you heard me say that I don't mind for them to make money as long as the monetization does not wipe out hours of grind. Okay? And this event, and listen here, Overlord, because <laughs> I got your message. I'm going to clip this. I'm going to clip this and send it to you, Overlord. Somebody, Stevens Aaron, make me a note so I can clip this. All right? Yep. I want you to know, Overlord, that make it so was could could probably not have been designed any better. Okay, like seriously, this event was yeah. so. Yeah. I I hold on. I, I will. I will. Okay, I know. I can, I'll, I know. I'll be there with you, DJ. I, I can agree I, with you on that. I do know that some people are a little bit fussy about some of the bracketing, and I, and I don't disagree in some cases. I, but I'm talking about the design of the event. The bracketing, yes, I know that that to be to be perfectly honest with you, there was a there was a complaint that the whole thing was kind of off a little bit, like thirty six in with thirty nine, 
and then 40 in with 45. If I were redoing this, I would have done 42 to 45. I would have done 39 to 41, and I would have done uh, 34 to 38 is how I would have done it. But, but hindsight's 2020. Okay, hindsight's 2020. But that's probably how I would have done it because 34 to 38, you, you should or at least are entitled to the same level of ship. Okay, 39, you can get the jelly. So it's tough for a 39 to go against a 36. 39 and 41, by the way, they've got the same ship. They're still dealing with jellies. So, so again, I, I, I do see that point. At 42, then you've got the uncommon G4s like the Kelvin and stuff. So I'm, I'm okay with that. But I'm talking about the actual creative design of the event. When we're talking the metrics for scoring points, we're talking the metrics for the spending element, which was obviously to buy Wesley Crusher. All right, uh, and, and guess what? Some people did. V ready? Yes or no? Did you buy Wesley? No, I did not. Okay, perfect example. That's okay. Guess what? Rev Deuce, did you buy Wesley? I do have Wesley. You yes. got Wesley. Okay. This card gave players the option to pick up an extra 10 points per kill and have an officer card. Now, an officer card that maybe a lot of people weren't going to buy. An officer card that maybe even could have been misjudged because I came out laughing at its officer ability. Laughing at it. Yet, Rev Deuce was cracking bases with it an hour ago. And Bubba is talking to me about his potential stat growth especially when you're talking about needing statistics if you're limited on underdeck slots and you've got him with synergy with Picard, ultimately. Okay? Because don't forget, Picard's ability is going to amplify Crusher's ability, which is going to amplify his own ability, which is going to amplify the ship's bonuses ability. It's a daisy chain effect. And I may may have misjudged it. I'm not recanting my statement just yet. I need to see it. Wait, uh, you're telling me that Picard can actually do the ship ability as well? No. What I'm saying is, and, and Bubba, welcome to the stage. Come on up. What I'm saying is, Picard, okay, think, think of it this way. In my situation, in my case right now, I can't max bonuses on my jelly, okay? I've got my black jellyfish. I've only got three underdeck slots. I can't max my bonuses, okay? So, for me, Picard in the captain's chair, Crusher on the side or whomever, <clears throat> Wesley Crusher on the other side. Now, why do I want Wesley Crusher there? I want Wesley Crusher there, and maybe, possibly, in theory, needs tested. I want Wesley Crusher there because Picard is going to amplify Crusher's uh, officer ability by three or 220%. All right, so I'm going to multiply Wesley Crusher's officer ability, which is at level one, tier one, is what, 20%, I believe? Somebody help me out. Was it 20%? Um, yes. I'm sorry, I don't one. see that happening. Hang yeah, on. Hang on. Hang on. I don't think Picard is going to work on him. You don't think Picard, why wouldn't he? Because it's not a combat ability. Mm. Yes, it's not a combat ability. Okay. Wesley Crusher is stats. It's passive. It's pass. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Well, okay, that's certainly possible. 
I can go down that road with you. Nonetheless, nonetheless, uh, rare cards typically have a, a relatively even level of stats for the most part. You know, you get him up to tier four, tier five, and he could potentially be a stats powerhouse. It's not yet at this time going to work in away team's assignments, but, you know, hey, if, if, if at tier five, what is he, 200% boost? Let's pretend for a Correct. second. At, let, at, at tier five, he's a 200% boost. And let's just pretend for a second that he <clears throat> is going to end up with, say, what do you think, Bubba? Five or 600 health points? Let's say 500 points. You take 500, and then you multiply that by 200 more percent. All right? And that's a 200% bonus. So now Wesley Crusher, as a rare card, has 1,500 health, defense, and attack. All right? Per, like, per category, 1,500, which is pretty stout for a rare. Guys, maybe, and again, I still want to see it before I, before I recant you know, this officer ability, because it still looks ridiculous. But, guys, he could be the next Gary Mitchell. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. Gary Mitchell is an even powerhouse stat. Wherever you put him, he is useful as far as stats go, and he is non-specific. You need him for attack. You need him for uh, health, you know, whatever, okay? He's basically uniform. He's not great in any one area. DeHaggis is laughing at me. You watch, all right? These stats can and again i do want to see it to haggis i am not recant i am only telling you what players have come to me and said okay i definitely want to see it and i am not necessarily a big believer of this but i'm i'm presenting what players have come to me with and said listen i don't think you should be throwing off on the crusher card and you know what? Scopely probably wouldn't be really pleased with me either throwing off on that card. It just looks ridiculous to me. But you know what? Other things have looked ridiculous. And then they come around. Let's talk about 6 to 10 being ridiculous. And then he came around. Let's talk about Data being ridiculous. Everybody says he's ridiculous right now. And then, crazy, a card comes out that can multiply his ability by 320%. I mean, all right, now Data, <laughs> who who regrets not getting Data last month? Because I sure do, okay? Data is going to be beast mode now because of Picard. We should have seen it coming. All right? So, so DJ. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, Bubble? Just, Welcome to the stage. How's, thank you. Uh, so uh, just a couple of things like I understand you want to see it. I want to see it too. I want to make sure that his stats do come in as you're kind of suggesting five to 600 across the board, but think about this for a second. So now we have away teams assignments. People are shoving their crew off into that. Uh, at some point, everyone is going to have another ship. That's going to be a tier one, whether you're moving into the 42 range, whether you're moving into the 34 range, you're getting yourself a Franklin a that you can only get to tier one. Everyone at some point is going to have, a tier one ship that they're going to need to crew. And I think that the possibility of going card Wesley and Chen or Picard Wesley and Beverly is going to be something that's going to get your stats up of that ship very, very quickly. And you're going to be able to make that ship much more useful than in the, the slow grind to grind it up to get, be able to fill up the underdecks. You're no, also can I actually interject there? Yeah, go ahead. Be ready. Go ahead. 
the specific officer ability it basically says it it's it's basically improving his own stats for for himself that's true is, that that's true but but what he's saying what bubba is saying is <clears throat> as far as working within the group okay having him with picard maybe he doesn't get an amplification from picard but if you've only got one underdeck slot okay uh, let's say you throw Khan down there, maybe, but but probably not if it's a tier one ship, right, Bubba? Because you're using Khan somewhere else. All right. If you've got a brand new tier one ship, chances are you're going to be grinding on it for a minute. You're going to go and grind hostels with it to get the XP to tear it up to do this to do that, and you're not going to have your best officers available. Wesley Crusher can be there. All right, Wesley Crusher can be there, and and maybe it gets you from an eighty percent to a one hundred and thirty percent. Or maybe it gets you from a from a 115 to a 150%. Okay? So what what Bubba is saying is that is that his boost of himself later on at tier three, tier four, tier five, is potentially enough to push your limited bonus ship above. What is the general rule of thumb, Ripper, now on the usefulness of a ship? We've said it generally, typically, that it takes what tier to become useful? Typically. Uh, three. Okay, I, I've usually said four. Well, what, what exactly are we talking about? Sorry, I wasn't exactly Not, not any one ship specifically, Jerry Ryan Oh, says you were talking five. about ships, no? Oh, that's yes, like yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, so some people actually agree, though, and saying tier five, tier six, tier five. I've actually always kind of said tier four. Okay, tier four is where it starts to become useful. Guys, my jelly is tier four, and I'm starting to use it more for armadas and grinding. Listen, it's not a PvP powerhouse yet. Could be by the time I get it to tier six. It never maybe tier will six. be. Well, I, I know. I know. But uh, but nonetheless, at, at tier four, late tier four, I've got most of the components. I am now starting to be able to actually use it. By the way, I've had my jelly for how many? Seven months? Six months? All right? And, and it, it took me this long to get it to a usable state. Using a stat booster who's going to give me better bonuses maybe could push the usefulness of a ship to Tier 3, potentially. So, anyway, that is what has been presented to me, Haggis. I'm not necessarily saying that I believe it, you know, hook, line, and sinker. All right, and I'm certainly, P.S., I'm not on the hype train. I'm explaining to you the mechanics or the possible logistics of Wesley Crusher that has been brought to me by many, many players. Am I going to buy it? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. But if you did, then you very well may kick my ass <clears throat> in a couple of months. Just like people who invested into data are going to be very, very happy they did. Go ahead. <clears throat> hey, good morning. Uh, good evening. Um, Wesley Crusher is the next generation version of Marla, or maybe... Uh... Elnar, I think it was Elnar, Marla, and maybe seven of them. Cheapo, I'm really, really struggling. I don't know what's going on with your audio today, buddy. I think, I think maybe perhaps you dropped your phone in the toilet, and now your microphone doesn't work anymore. Uh, I'm really, really sorry. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't hear you. Uh, maybe if you got a headset, you could plug in, and, and maybe that would be better. But, uh, but yeah, that sounds sounds bad, and I'm sorry, buddy. Um, let me TJ let me, real quick. Yeah, Bubba, go ahead. So. 
so eventually we're going to get a, an event store for this arc. And one of the things that people do with their event store credits is they want to get officers, whether they be uncommon or rare, whatever they can afford. And if someone came to me today and said, what's the officer from TNG I need to go get? I'm not going to lie to you. It's not Wesley first. It's obviously so far it's Beverly first because Absolutely. her ability is, is insane. Mm-hmm. But if you said, I've got some extra shards, who should I be trying to tear up at right now? Cause the, the epics are so expensive. It's probably Wesley and it, and it might still be Wesley unless we get a really, really good officer. Because again, I think that, it, you know, everyone, an ops 50 player, eventually there's going to be a bigger ship, right? That, that's going to be tier one and you're going to want to use it. Um, whether you're an, a 33 and you want to get the, you get to 34 and you get that enterprise, you're going to have a low tier ship that you're going to want to use. And I think he's going to be a useful officer for that purpose. Okay. Very good. Now, um, I know that, that we broke into officer talk and, and I didn't 1000% mean to Slate says, I'm still curious about the, the meta for make it. So, so let's back up Slate. Thank you for getting me. Thank you for getting me, uh, back on target. Uh, and Mac, you say, instead of an Epic officer, listen, we're talking about what can you incrementally do to maybe get to the next tier in the event store. I'm here to tell you, there's a few ramifications of Picard being so expensive. One of them is that unless you push really hard during this arc, you're still not going to be able to afford to unlock him in an event store. That is a side effect of 180 shards. Okay? Like, nobody... Uh, you know, you don't know this for sure, though. I am saying that that you should take every opportunity to pick up the shards every opportunity you get. Okay. But DJ Ripper, can I ask you a question? Is the auction going to give a full pull? We don't or know. Is it gonna give less? I do not know. And I'll I tell you, either. I'll tell you, this is the first ever officer where I wouldn't be shocked if it didn't. Okay. I, I, I hope it does be ready. I hope Maybe it does. Not. I hope it does. I mean, really, I don't want them to deviate. I want a full pull. Okay. If, if, if you win that auction, I'm, but I'm here to tell you, if it is a full pull, get ready for auction prices like you've never seen. No, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a slippery slope if they don't do it, though. If they don't give a full pull, people are not going to like that. Oh, I, trust me. I'm with you. I'm with you. But I also... <clears throat> goodness, sorry. I'm getting choked. But, but as this is um, old man was saying on official Discord that yeah, this officer, in a sense, is not really an epic. It's more like an epically epic or a legendary card, in a sense. You know, they wanted him to be. That's yeah. He he's going to be a very extremely good card. Mythic, yeah. Nathan so, says. I like that. Yeah. Um, Ragnar said, if it's not a full pull, we could see we could see a boycott. I I don't I don't know, Ragnar. I I certainly listen. If if it's not a full pull, I agree with V Ready that a lot of people are not going to pursue that auction not fully not fully like they're not gonna if they don't do a full pull you're not gonna see people going bonkers crazy in an auction but people will still listen if it's a three-day auction for example and my server decides they're not gonna do it it's not a full pull it's not worth it's not worth it Uh, then on day three like with with two hours left and there's no score. <laughs> this guy's gonna gonna do something and put up a score. Okay, I, I mean, I promise you, I promise you, I will. 
Okay, if I can pull in a half unlock of Picard for twenty thousand points, yeah. Okay, bet your ass I will. Young Ducat says no one's going to put all their chips in for not a full unlock. I I agree with you. I agree a hundred percent. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe as 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 you say, they're going to take every opportunity to get the shards. So if even if it's half a half a off half a tier half an unlock, um, people will go for it. I do think you're right. And and I and that's my message to you guys. Listen, I'm not saying play in the auction, all right? Cuz I've not I mean, I mean I have played before, but I'm not I'm really I am kind of disappointed because I'm not in a position to be able to play this auction. I played last month in an auction, so I'm not going to do well this month, okay? I, I would not do well if when the Picard auction auction comes. So I'm disappointed in that. That said, uh, if the price is low enough that I can grab a couple of shards, I probably will. But I, I also am saying, you know, don't force yourself to play in an auction, but we have events. And, and there are a lot of events. This is going to be somewhat reminiscent of, of kind of like Jayla, where there were multiple events where they source shards. We see shards here on day one. We see shards here on day two. Um, well, same event, essentially. But there are other events. Uh, they've already announced Picard Week. All right. Picard week is next week and there's going to be obviously events surrounding Jean-Luc Picard. So this officer, I do believe, is going to be sourced multiple times throughout the month, but it's going to be piecemeal. It's going to be nickel and diamond it. And, and I think that players should be doing their best to engage every single time that they see it. Now, I want to come back. Poor young Ducat. He's been begging me for an hour to talk about this. The Make It So event, again, being very, very clear, and I do have information on Rift 3 that I can share. Um, the information on Make It So was so that Rifts 1, 2, and 3 were supposed to be the primary scoring metric, okay? The primary scoring metric are the Picard tickets, okay? So using Wesley, the payer's component, to get an extra 10 points, it's inconsequential. It's tiebreaker. Somebody is going to have to spend. Listen, Kalmick uh, messaged me yesterday, and, and I don't remember. Kalmick, what, not today. Not, to, not today, okay? Yesterday, before event reset, this was late last night, you had sent me a screenshot with you having, what, a couple thousand points, if I'm not mistaken, right? Didn't you have, like, 2,800 or 2,700 points? And, guys, that's 270 hostels with Wesley as captain, all right? Now, he, he used Wesley as captain. He went and he ground 270 hostels, and he got 2,700 points. And then today, people got 40 and 50,000, okay? Kalmick recognized that the 2,700 points that he got can elevate him in the case of a tie, but he never acknowledged that it was going to be his number one point getter, folks. The Rift 1, let's say first place, was 150,000 points. Even exactly. I basically, I basically had a 45-minute argument with someone about this. Uh, basically, they are like, there's no free element. There's no free element. You're gonna, you're, you, if you buy, if you buy mm -hmm. Wesley, you can, you can win. What I tried to explain to him was, you have to kill 15,000 hostiles 
to beat number one. Oh, that's yeah. Why, that's why one day. There you go. They there you go. So I'm, I'm yeah, I misunderstood your point earlier. So you're right. You're right to 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 use the payers element. All right. So for those of you who say that spenders won the day, you are factually incorrect. Spenders fifteen thousand. Spenders may have the ability to edge you out in a tie. Okay. Blanked out, dude. They're gonna edge you out in a tie. Um, you look at the board yesterday. Even somebody who got sixth place, sixth place. Came in with 33,000 points. All right. 33,000. That's 3,300 hostels that a spender would have to do to beat them. Okay. So I'm here to tell you Wesley Crusher, as captain in the Make It So event, is tiebreaker and potential edge for a spender. Potential edge for a spender. You can't even auto fly with them. You That's kill correct. Any other you have to engage. That's correct. Okay. So, long story short, the don't focus on Wesley Crusher as captain. I sure didn't. Okay. I definitely did not. I focused on playing in Rift. All right. And and I man, I pushed. I pushed. I barely hung on to sixth place. I did get six. So that means I'm better than or or I ranked. I got more points. Sorry, I shouldn't say better. I got more points barely. All right, I got 33,000 points, and 93 other people got 24,000 points. I barely have an edge. All right, I finished sixth place yesterday. Yet, crazy enough, uh, well, I haven't done my domination yet today, so uh, I haven't done Rift 2 yet, so I'm in 127th place right now. But how many points is it going to give? Let me, let me look real quick. Um, it'll basically the same rank. It'll basically take you to the same rank you were at. It uses its own points. You yeah, because, yeah, that's right, because it's a milestone. So I'm going to get back to sixth yeah. place. Now, I'll tell you, I'm not happy with sixth place. I'm not happy with sixth place because I missed the avatar, and it's nine shards instead of 27 or this or that, okay? But um, so, so the Rift events, Rift 1, 2, and 3, that is the key. That's the key. Focus on those. Now, today, I was actually surprised, Ripper. I did fully expect another leaderboard today. All right? I was actually prepared uh, to grind. I was prepared to grind. Because actually, really truthfully, this is a good model. This is a great model. I like. We have said, even in the Stella event, 48 hours of constant armadas. It's a little long, right? I love this model. Three... 24-hour solo milestones so that I can maybe bang one out. I can grind super hard in one, and then maybe I can take a deep breath for number two, okay? And then I can come back and grind super hard in number three and maybe finish okay overall, all right? Some people may outgrind me and do all three days, but nonetheless, I don't lose progress overall in an event if I choose to take one day off or if I get busy at work or I've got something to do with my family or whatever. I can I can take two solo milestone events and bang them out and still do pretty daggone good overall. All right? So I actually personally I love this model. Hey DJ? Yes, Blue, what's up buddy? So do you think they're trying to move to a model like if I know Picard is special, but if they do an impartial amount of shards for this auction, are they trying to move their model of sourcing where it's not a full unlock for the auction, but it is with alongside a mid-tier of grinding 
yeah. uh, activities and sourcing. Way too early for us to make that assumption, but it, it certainly could happen. But it's way too early for us to to consider that that would be a pattern. Okay, because uh, Picard is like pretty unique and special. Like I understand, I would understand just Picard alone if something happened where he was not full shards for the auction, just because it's one eighty and everything. But I do not like how it could be a slippery slope to open the door to do partial shards for officers who are not worthy. Right now, regard. to be honest, because we simply don't know. I mean, DJ, you said you're going to have the info on the third one. Can you um, just give that up? Yes, and actually, I didn't have the information I thought I had. Here's what I've got. Uh, Rift 3. Old Man said it was going to be an SLB. Uh, yes. Uh, old Man did say it was going to be an SLB. Right now, uh, actually having a conversation with Ops a- as we speak. I'm typing, uh, and I am authorized to share with you Okay, here we go. I am authorized to share with you not the objective, so I cannot tell you what you will be doing, and I and I per, and I don't even know. They didn't tell me, all right? But it will be an SLB. Uh and it will, however, only be a 12-hour run. Okay? It's only going to be a 12-hour run. So, then there's going to be 12 hours from when the event ends for you to claim your prizes so that you can, you know, finish ranking and make it so. Uh, and, and this was because I had sent up, I had actually suggested 22 hours uh, to give people two hours to claim because obviously make it so and RIP 3 were going to end at the same time. So, you know, it wasn't going to work. And, you know, you can't have an SMS, okay? I was really surprised that today was an SMS, to be honest with you. But if, if tomorrow was also a solo milestone, then the event's already over. You see what I'm saying? So I would have liked that actually. What? Yeah. For me personally, I would have <laughs> liked that. Well, I do always like milestones. They're obviously easier, okay? Uh but so it basically make, makes the fact that somebody who early on made the effort to actually do the event, the first event, that he actually had a, a yeah. He, he has something to he's got a, win. He's got an advantage if if you make yeah. the last two solo milestones. But I'll tell you this, if I assumed that Rift 2 and 3 were both going to be solo milestones, I probably would have pushed harder for than the first one, as would all of you have, I'm sure. So I, I, I pushed hard just because, you know? Well, you never know what's coming. So I know. And I, better, I, be, better, better be on top early. You know what? Listen to Ripper, people. I just said it myself, and I didn't even take my own advice earlier today. Folks, take every opportunity you have at getting Picard shards, because I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, there was conversation today on whether or not to make Rift 3 a milestone. And if that had happened, the event was over. Okay? I, I advocated strongly for a, for a leaderboard, because that at least gives players one more shot to have an influence on the leaderboard, on the Make It So event. So today was an SMS. Tomorrow is only going to be a 12-hour solo leaderboard for your chance to cement your place in Make It So. All right? And I guarantee, I guarantee, and I, and listen, I, I, well, 12 hours from event reset, I think still some event resets, aren't they still somewhat regionally based, Ripper? I know there's going to be no, some people at the same time. Event resets? No, they're they're fixed. 
time. So you're telling me you're telling me that there's there's sections of the are you telling me there's sections of the planet where event reset is going to be eleven o'clock at night and and by eleven o'clock at morning their events over. Mm -hmm. Well, that sucks. Yes, Kelly is always uh, upset about that. He says that it's a two a for him. Well, you know what? Scaly's going to be happy on this one because it ends at 2 p.m. now for him. All right? And l- <laughs> I mean, he, he listen, Scaly, eh, you complain about a 2 a.m. finish. At least this was going to end at 2 p.m., okay? <laughs> but you're right. Maybe Scaly has to work. All right? And, and not everybody works 9 to 5. L- listen, trust me. I, I get it. I get it. Okay? No, it's, this it's is, difficult for the event resets. This is tough. To launch it. This you is know, tough. Globally, so no advantages for people and stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't there I don't know that there's I don't know that there's a real true way. I don't know that there's a real true way to make it fair for, you know, make it fair for everybody unless you put everybody into a giant warehouse, you know, a big auditorium and said, "Okay, play for the next 12 hours." You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, when, you would have to like you, you you would have to shift things, right? Well, Based the, re- on region. They, the reason but. they didn't do a 22-hour cheese because, you know, for, okay, for example, for Scaly, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. You know, he's not going to be awake to claim his rewards from the e- – even even if it was if it was 22 hours, you got to think, even if he placed well in the solo leaderboard, he would not be awake to claim that, which means those points wouldn't be transferred into Make It So. You see what I'm saying? Like normally he would be awake several hours later and the leaderboard finished and he can click the gift box and, and get his or gift click the events button and he gets paid. But if he doesn't get paid unless he clicks the button at the end of the SLB, since it's a meta for, for another event, then that's that's a challenge. You know, so so yeah, this this is a this is a tough spot that they find themselves in. Uh, well, you do have twelve hours to claim it, right? You do have twelve hours. In, in no, this case, so. now you have twelve hours to claim. Uh, and again, and, it, and it's having a second run as well. Well, it is having a second run, but I'm here to tell you, for the people on the opposite side of the planet, it's going to be equally as crappy then as it is today. So here's what I'm going to recommend. And Scopely Overlords, maybe maybe you could do this. Here's my recommendation on the next run. Keep all three rifts at 24 hours and extend make it so by 12 hours. That's how you fix it. So the, the, world, the, the world's going to have the um, largest employment uh, sick day off at the end of our... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> hey, boss, listen. <coughs> uh, Picard's, up for, Picard's up for auction today. I can't come in. <laughs> yeah, no. John Luke you, Picard. You don't mean Yo, to, Star you Trek. say you're sick. Star Trek. Oh wait, wait a second. You're playing too? Okay. No, yeah, it's fine. We'll we'll call off sick. We we need to call the other boss. Okay. All right. Hang on. Hey, Mister Boss Number Three, I've got you conferenced in with Boss Number Two. Listen, <coughs> I don't think we're gonna be able to make it in today. Wait, you can't make it in either? Okay, hold on. Just hold on. I just <laughs> out of curiosity. Um, are you grinding for Picard? I knew it! You're grinding for Picard too, aren't you? You're on server. Ah, uh, you're on server twenty-four. Okay, you're not on my server. How crazy would that be? <laughs> Nobody's going to work on Friday. Everybody's by. You're going to find out. Whoever calls off on Friday, all right, you're going to know they play Star Trek Fleet Command. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, there's Make It So. We we spent way too much time on Make It So. Uh, Stephen, Darren, where are we on time? I think we need to. Uh, I think we need to actually take a break. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to get into a couple of other events. All right, a few other things. I do also have some extra information that we're going to provide to you directly from the typing fingers of Scopely Live Ops. We're going to share with you a couple of things and uh, get ready to uh, to wrap up here. So super exciting launch, I- I'll say. You know, I. I- I, I do, and, and I still maintain this. This has been an exciting launch. The event has been fun. The day one event for me, Ripper, I actually found to be a great deal of fun. I know it was a lot of grinding, but there were multiple ways to do the grinding. Um, and and so I, and the fact that I've got some progress and I've got some stuff, you know, going going towards Picard, and maybe it's the prize. Maybe it's it, it maybe it's the prize for me. I don't know. It's good. Uh, coming up right after the break, uh, we will briefly talk about the updates we've got from Ops. We are going to briefly talk about um, the uh, the other events that we've got coming up, and then we will talk about uh, Deep Space Armadas and how those were received, Ripper, um, because I have heard some really good things, and I've heard some some not so great things. And again, <laughs> again, I remind the community that. There is no need for you to go and run 700 Armadas on day one. But I know a lot of people did. We're going to talk about that coming up and what they might have received as prizes for all of their hard work. Was it as amazingly, mind-blowingly, game-breakingly, game-changing mechanic to blow your mind as everybody thought it would be? Of course not. We do this every single month, people. We do it every month. Why? Why do we continue to set ourselves up for disappointment? We're going to talk about it right after the break. Don't go anywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from It Depends Undergarments, offering protection and security, but it depends on how many glasses of water you drink. Then and now, the comedian goes on stage then okay so there's really no rules just you know go out there have fun watch for the red light that'll tell you when it's time to get off stage go get him kid the comedian goes on stage now okay so the guy at table three has a peanut allergy so no jokes about candy bars there's a girl at table six who just broke up with her boyfriend so please no relationship jokes table nine requested no politics whatsoever and not that you ever would but please don't ask why did the chicken cross the road because table seven is vegan and please please don't tell the audience to give a hand for the wait staff because a guy at table 12 doesn't have hands whoops the red light is on and it's time for you to get off stage see you back here tomorrow Yeah. 
Welcome in, everybody. Oh, yeah, here's your feel good. <laughs> here's your feel good. Everybody get crazy. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you guys so very, very much. Thank you for being here. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Thank you, Mr. Ricky Martin. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, welcome back in, everybody. Your mics are potted back up. And uh, at this point, let me give you a one or two things that we actually do know from uh the live ops team uh give me just a second i gotta scroll through a bunch of stuff here um mm, 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 mm. okay so we've got the 12 hour leaderboard tomorrow for rift three uh and and truthfully and and even though you like it scaly <laughs> scaly's like wow thank you this is amazing even though you like it scaly i am probably going to encourage them to go back to 24 hours for the next run and then just extend the make it so by 12 hours. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Scaly. I'm sorry. Uh, but but that's probably, I mean, I think that has to be more the norm, right, Ripper? I mean, it, it, how would you, the simple fix, I'm sorry, housekeeping, he hates me too. Uh, Ripper, what is the simple fix here? They 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 clearly may have potentially overlooked the the claiming meta here. So what do you do to fix it? Are you are you good with a twelve hour leaderboard or should we have uh should we next time. Obviously what's, they've made the decision. What's what what what's what's the difference? They'll still have twelve hours to claim it. Whether they extend and make it so whether they have the third one is twelve hours. You're still going to have 12 hours to claim it. Yes, but you're giving players 24 hours to be able to participate. And while that may be great for oh, some so? areas, while that <laughs> may be great for some areas. You guys, you, 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 guys, you guys then now get to feel how we feel on this side of the world. Well, that you know what? Hey, you know what? You're right, because I would imagine then exactly. what this is going to do for you is that your event reset's going to actually fall in the middle of your day then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well... Maybe so. Ripper, uh, I need to invite your insight. What do you think, and, and I don't want to get into a deep conversation about this, but the next run, the next run of Make It So, what do you do to fix it as far as the, the, you know, the timing piece of this? And do you use this opportunity to redesign the regional event reset problem? Fantastic. Ripper didn't answer, and uh, I expected him to, so that's the time that I took to change my batteries. Stevens Aaron, put me a marker. <laughs> put me a marker right there. So no, can... no, but basically, uh, <laughs> event reset for different people are at different times. But the problem is that they ex people expect to have 24 hours, so suddenly making it 12 hours is not going to be easy. I think that it would be easy as far as timing goes. I think it's just the way that the clock falls. I, you know, for some people, their their 12 hours is going to end at 4 o'clock in the morning. Or, uh, uh, you know, like like for me, all right, it, I'm old, okay? So I go, to, I go to bed a little bit early. For me, I am going to lose. And, I, and you know what? Listen, Scalyback's going to say, uh-huh, feels good, doesn't it? Feels good. I am going to lose two to three hours of this event, and I will not be awake when it ends to hold my position. Scalyback is going to say, 
hardy har har been dealing with this my whole life you know what i'm saying uh, yeah, it doesn't feel so good now, yeah stevens it? aaron is going to say the same thing <laughs> hardy har har been dealing with this my whole life so um yeah i mean 12 hours for me doesn't work out okay i would imagine you know who it works out for 12 hours is perfect for west coast u.s players like seriously it's 9a to 9p perfect perfect time to play hey you dj know. go ahead anubis right. i remember back in the old call to arms events that were eight hour chunks that were all leaderboards and this might be going back to that style where it was smaller leaderboards that took less time but then had an overall uh tie into another leaderboard like the old alliance called arms and then they had like two solo called arms that were eight hours a piece was there two or three i guess it'd be three wasn't there um they had availability to do three but i think they only did like one or two per 24-hour cycle didn't they didn't they used to do that um somebody help me ripper this has been a long time ago. Battle for Glory. They, they had that for Battle for Glory. Battle for Glory. Glory. That's right. It was like the... And then they that had was, Mining Burst. That was then the, they made it 24 hours. That was, Battle for Glory was the... Um, that was like well, the, the... Faction the, Hunt used to be eight hours. Yeah, it was like fact, the Faction Hunt sequel, right? Was, yeah. yeah. It used to be eight hours and then three runs a day. And then they switched it yeah. to 24 hours and then it disappeared. Yeah. All right, let me ask you. You know what? This is a good opportunity. Scaly, welcome to the stage. I'd like to I'd like to hear your rejoicing and your shouting and celebration. Go go ahead. Shout it out. Oh, I'm not jumping up and down. I'm not. Honestly, I'm not. Well, I figured you would be. Your event's going to end at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Figured you'd be thrilled. Yeah, but I'm not jamming. I don't take joy out of other people's misery. <laughs> Ripper. Ripper, that was a dig. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's funny, Scaly, but let me, let me go ahead. Yeah. See, when you got to deal with these event resets on the dark side of the planet, you got to bet it all and hope is too big for it to jump over mm -hmm. and it usually don't work. I usually end up with nothing, but if you don't try, you don't get nothing. Let me, I want, you know what? I'm going to use this opportunity. Okay, this is not something that I had planned for today, but since it's come up, Stevens Aaron, give me a marker here because there's something I want to clip. Since it's come up, let me ask you guys about uh, about timing. Okay, you guys here in the chat are saying, some of you, some of you are saying. Bring back the burst events. Now, Jerry Ryan says, oh, my God, no, not burst. All right. But a lot of you guys no. are saying a lot of, okay, Trek and Chick, you say no. Uh, maybe not the first style of burst event, but the, the second iteration of burst event where it was like once an hour for all 25 hours for like 15 minutes, you know, and then there was one. Um, I was actually crazy enough. I was talking to a moderator about this, like sometime in the last day or two or three. We were talking about during the TOS, or sorry, during Discovery. Remember when we had the Armada? Uh, it was like every six hours, and we had like the one hour period where you and your entire team—it was an alliance goal. We had to mine as well. <clears throat> there was some there for were mining. mining ones as well for an hour. 
Yeah, I think so. But the more fun one was mining the, hostiles and armada. The, yeah, the more fun yeah. one was the armada one and and the hostile one. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was, and I don't remember exactly what it was called, but you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Like the the one hour. L- let me ask you: Was that a particular style of event that you would like to have back? Because I thought burst events got a lot of hate. I mean, it's okay for once in a while, but they don't have to do it every every day or every other day. But once, maybe three four three four days of the of the arc, that'd be good. Oh boy! If they had placed the solo milestone event at the end rather than in the middle, then you would have had two solo leaderboards to determine who wins. And then the final one, if you participate on that day, you would get your final amount. Say it's a domination, regardless of when it whenever it ended you would know where your points are. And the only people who would have to worry about grinding to make a difference are the people who owned Wesley. Um, yeah. You don't have to change the time. No, I, I, you have your I, points I, I set for the end. Being in the middle because that's <clears> well, that offers Otherwise, a break for the grinding. But then, yeah. if you're worried about having to cut down the time frame by 12 hours, then simply put something that you can complete in, a, like the domination today. It was an yeah, easy sure. complete. You're, you're done. So you're not waiting to the event end to get your points to, to, to get your points for the main event. You're already set there. And you can the only people who worry about that extra grinding all night <clears throat> excuse me, I'm caught me. The only people who are worried about the extra grinding for the whole night are the people who purchase Wesley and are trying to make a difference. In that like if they have to kill twelve thousand guys to go up a spot. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. DJ uh one one thing is remember that seems like the simplest solution. Remember back with the burst events, they reached a point where it was like the wasn't it like the burst event? You just there were multiple of them throughout the day, but you did not need to do all of them. So like they scored a separate event. It's like you just needed to get your time in. Yeah, to score it, they well. used the gold medal and the silver medal and the bronze medal. So like if you went in, I think the daily requirement was only for six total points. A gold medal gave you three points. So if you went in and killed one hostile six times, like during six different brackets, you'd get a bronze medal at least. And then if you placed in like the top ten, you got a silver medal. And if you placed in like the top three or whatever, whatever it was, um, you know, the more so you those, ground. Uh, yeah, I'd make those like a like milestone events where it's kind of like an even scoring. Just if you whoever the winner's circle is, whoever decided to do all the burst events, but within the same thing, there's have like a tiebreaker score like the Wesley kills or something thrown in there so that people are grinding their ass off just to, you know, get a little bit more off each other, but the, they're their own category. Jerry Ryan says everyone hated them because they made them too easy. I actually kind of disagree with that, Jerry. I, I, I felt like the, I felt like the first iteration of it was definitely more challenging. It did get easier with the second iteration, but because it got easier, it was less stressful. Uh, I felt like the second iteration was was much better. Now, Divine says it would be too easy now with summoning. Yeah, but, I mean, summoning gets you there. And don't forget, burst events were there to encourage people to buy summoning. So people were still using summoning then. So it, <laughs> yeah. it, it's not going to break. Yeah, summoning isn't going to break it because you could summon to the, to the system – but you still had to kill, you still had to grind, you still had to kill armadas, you had to do whatever, okay? So, um, however, Element OP 
brings up the number one complaint at that time, which was stop dictating to me what time we are expected to play. So, Elemental P, come to the stage. I have two or three questions for you, all right? Because I would like to explore what is acceptable. And look, you got you got people agreeing with you. You got emojis. Llama is agreeing with you. Chuck's a grunt is agreeing with you. So, so come on up. I, I have an idea or two about how far we could push something like that. Welcome to the stage. Elemento P, how are you today? I'm doing well. It's hot here, but I'm living. Yeah, it's just warm over here today, too. All right, let me – you bring up – and I, I kind of picked you, and thank you for being a show regular. I picked you because you are the dissenting opinion. You said what everybody was saying then, which was, I don't want to be forced to play on Scopely's schedule. That was the big quote that I remember from the feedback. I want to play on my schedule. I don't want to play on Scopely's schedule. So let me ask you, for players like Scalyback, all right, Scalyback has event reset at 2 o'clock in the morning, all right? Leaderboards for him are virtually impossible, okay? This change for tomorrow, a 12-hour leaderboard is glorious, as Scaly says, for people on the dark side of the planet, but is going to inconvenience players like me. And and again, I'm not important. I'm not saying – I'm just saying as an example, that is, you know, as Stevens Aaron says, now you know how we feel. What if we could make it so that nobody felt that way? So l- let me explain to you what I'm thinking. If nobody felt this way, what would have to happen? I have I have a plan. I have a theory. What if – if we were going to use meta events like Make It So, or we were even going to do, uh, I, I think you could probably do this on, on everything except for like actual officer auctions. I don't think this model works for officer auctions, but let's talk about grinding auctions, like actual grinding auctions, okay? Um, grinding leaderboards or this or that. Would it be possible to break them up in, like Scaly says, you got it. Three eight-hour leaderboards, okay? Three eight-hour leaderboards, but you were granted a token that you could only enter one, okay? Now, you can pick what whichever one your, you want. What, Go ahead. What if your token What if your token allowed you to have a certain amount of time from when you start it so it's on everybody's own schedule? You know what? Super crazy enough, that idea was actually suggested many, many moons ago. I could follow up on that, but I'm pretty sure the time that that was brought up, they did not have the tech for that. Basically, what you're saying is is that once you chose to redeem your token, then an eight-hour timer started. The reason... Well, like the, the join now button. Yeah, like here. a join now button. There's two reasons I think that that wouldn't work. A, you would be blind, okay? Now, that may not be a bad thing. You, a, you'd be blind. You wouldn't what, know what, what anybody else is doing. You wouldn't know what anybody else is doing, what, so... You would just have to make your best effort and hope it was good enough, right? Mm. All right. Yep. A lot of people are probably not going to like that. I, I for one. Yeah, but you would have to. You would have to put a time limit on when you could last start that too, because the same thing. Someone would wait to the last few moments to know where everyone else is sitting, and then could keep grinding and just hit number one. But, but what if nobody knew where anybody was until the event was over? Well, that's that's true. That's true. Well, yeah, you wouldn't see anything because that kind of thing wouldn't be posted publicly. You know what I'm saying? No. So, so that that won't work though. They can't, they can't not give you 
what the other people have because you have to have to strive something, right? Let's say I have 400k, you have 800k, I have to beat you. If you don't show it to me, I have no chance of beating you. Yeah, I, I think, and, and again, I think not knowing where your where your competition like a is, blind auction. Yeah, I think not knowing where your competition is a blind auction, especially in an auction format, that would be terrible because then you're you're just throwing stuff into the wind and you're taking a chance that that's it's good enough. I, I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't really like that. Okay, and that's why I say I don't know that you could do it in an auction. All right, but what if let's? I I know that the that the idea of a start token is a good idea. Okay, uh, but let's pretend for a second that the tech isn't there, all right, uh, or that they've decided it's a bad idea or that they don't want to do it or, or this or that. Um, I, I come back to a mechanic that we've had in the past, which is eight-hour boards, and a mechanic that we're currently using, which is tickets, okay? And, and I don't even mean, like, pay tickets. I'm not suggesting you even do more. I'm saying let's use a token, let's, for better lack of a better word, okay? There are going to be... If I came out and told you, community, there's going to be three events, okay? 24-hour period of time. It's a solo leaderboard, all right? And and by the way, you can only play in one. No ifs, ands, or buts. You cannot enter a second. You cannot pay to enter a second. You get one. One shot. You better hope it counts, okay? You get one chance. And what if I also said, by the way, I am not going to cut your payout, all right? I'm not going to cut it by, by two-thirds. Even though it's only eight hours, I'm still going to keep it to 24 hours because that's your leaderboard, all right? That's your 24-hour leaderboard. We're just going to compress the amount of time that you have to engage down to eight minutes or eight hours, all right? So I'm still going to pay you for 24 hours or pay you like 24 hours. But do keep in mind leaderboard positions are going to be more shallow this is the drawback leaderboard positions are going to be more shallow because now i've got three different events to pay for at a at, a, at an amount equal to 24 hours but i can't pay three times the amount of rewards for example like rude dude says i can't do three times the sourcing of officers so you know we'll still do full pulls but the leaderboard brackets are going to be pretty shallow because we're going to break those rewards up over three different groups. You get to choose one eight-hour period. That's your gameplay. Avoid that player that you know always beats your ass. Okay, Avoid whenever he plays. All right, And there's your, your eight hours done. You're out. And that way, you don't lose progress while you do what normal humans do. Eat, sleep, work, all right? Scaly back should be the poster child for this movement. His event reset is 2 a.m. He literally always, 100% of the time, gets sniped. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. DJ. Go ahead. DJ. I have an opinion, if it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to the stage. Jerry Ryan here. Um, I think the beauty of a 24-hour run is that if it's something that you, you feel like you want to work in to win, then you have that advantage over other people that have to do other stuff. You can make the time in your day to win whatever it is. In this instance, Picard charge. 
I can't remember the last time I did a full 24-hour grind. I don't remember seeing anything recently that I wanted to grind for. But yesterday when this event popped, I thought to myself straight away, I'm going to make time out of my day and I did a full 24-hour grind. If I was limited to an 8-hour time scale, there's no way I would have won against a lot of the competitors within my bracket and I'm not. What if, what if, what if you were able to avoid some of those people? They only get one token. They only get one. So they, they could enter, they could enter a time bracket that you don't enter. And listen, maybe my idea, maybe my idea is terrible. I'm just, I'm trying to come up no, with, but DJ. I'm trying to experiment or come up with an idea that, that could potentially be better. Maybe, maybe it sucks. That's okay too. Can, can I add something, though? Hang on, truck and chick, you go. Hang, hang on, yeah. truck and chick, you go first. To build on your idea of three separate time frames where people choose to play one, what if they could take those individual time frames and for the final payout, mash them all together so that you have, you know, leaderboard one plus leaderboard two and three all combined? Then you shake out at the end, everyone on one leaderboard. Then you don't end up losing any rewards. You don't have shallower payouts. You have the same payout. Everyone has just been able to choose which eight-hour segment of time that they've been participating in. All right. I like that. Wow. Uh, Darksider loves it. El Chipo loves it. Smokem says everyone... I'd like to go next. Uh, Smokem says everybody would wait until the third time slot but if it's kind of if it's kind of mash up blind then it really yeah you just post slots one and two yeah until three is done and you post them all at the same time everyone has the same number of hours to grind it's just reduced from 24 down to eight and you don't know what anyone else has done torix loves it chuck loves it pete loves it young ducat loves it darksider says that's a great idea all right we're gonna add some go ahead be ready no, but basically, how it works is some people grind for five hours, six hours, and then they go away. They basically cannot do any more. There are some others, okay, free to play mostly, I guess, who will grind for 14, 15, 16 hours. So you're basically taking that away from them if you make it eight hours only. I would imagine this. I will grind 16 hours if I really want to, to be a grinder to win. I will happily go for this three times eight hour period. I agree. There are some people who would do it anyway. I mean, you might not think it's value to you, but there are some people who will grind for 18 hours or 16 hours or even forget 16. There there have been times when I have been on nonstop for 18 hours grinding through something. Okay, hang tight. Be ready. Because it's valuable. Be ready. Go ahead and finish your point. I'm saying even even if somebody grinds for 10 hours, let's say they have a free day. They're sitting at home. They have nothing to do. They'll grind for 10 hours. Those two extra hours will make a difference. Well, not only that... Uh, not only that, but to, to V-Ready's point, what if he got home and and half of his first bracket had already passed and so he can't play, then the second bracket starts and, and uh, you know, then he's not even there to finish the second bracket. So even though they're broken up by eight hours, 
it still potentially lands in resets that don't fall conducive to somebody's calendar. So maybe maybe my idea blows. You know, I, I do the eight do the eight hours have to be set in stone? What if this buy-in or start token simply starts your timer for your point accumulation that last eight hours? Yeah. So if I wanted to start at 4 p.m. and grind for eight hours, I could do that. No, eight hours get, or they should the times the time right zone to match the server. I would like that now. That 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 basically people are willing to spend more than eight hours to win the event. So if you restrict mm -hmm. them to eight hours, somebody who can kill a higher hostile will win. But if I can kill a lower hostile, but I'm willing to grind a lot more instead of eight hours i'll grind for 12 hours i will still win they're taking that away from the lower guys okay and that's a very valid point i mean guys th this is that's super valid i'm not saying i i gotta gotta be honest with you the fact that it's 24 hours gives everybody the chance you know, it gives everybody the equal opportunity to play when they want to play. The The reason that this even kind of came up, all right, is is two reasons. One, we got a leaderboard tomorrow for 12 hours. Like, this is going to be an issue tomorrow, V-Ready. Watch it, all right? It's going to be a problem tomorrow. I guarantee it. And and not only that, but you've got players on the regular, like Scalybag, who can never play, you know? So I just I feel like... Maybe my idea is trash, but but I feel like there has to be something we can do to the freaking clock to make it yeah, work. But, but the problem is you're taking it, you're taking something away from the people who are willing to put more effort in. That's that's what I'm trying to say. You're right. But, but, but really, yeah, that's fine. He's right. But this is exactly the same way. This is exactly the same thing with resets for our time zones. Is a lot of times we can't do those those things, so we have less time for our day to be able to take up the last four or five hours in the final hours of the event. Unless we want to stay up till three, four o'clock in the morning. Well, and, and, you know, for example, and Panther and Panther even wrote in the chat, I like the idea of start when you start runs eight hours, but, but it, it's still not technically that Panther because like Stevens Aaron just said, they might be sleeping right in the freaking middle of their event reset, and by the time they wake up, there might only be five hours left. You know, so no matter what yeah, you do here. Yeah, but if you have a join button where it kicks off a timer. Yeah, but us, yes, but you still have yeah. you still have a twenty-four hour period start to finish in which the event yeah. must be started and completed. And and if you're scaly back, for example, and it ends at two o'clock. And he works, well, and you, you see what I'm saying? Or you, for example, yeah, or your that's, event that's reset. Why you have the event, that's why you would have a, the event, say, run for... I got to jump in on that. Past, that they have done in the past, where they've extended an event, like, for example, where they've had the, oh, the last month, the milestone events, where they had the event finish one day after the auto-complete that we had the day before. Mm -hmm. So we had 24 hours to, to then claim the rewards for that milestone. The same thing can happen here. We have a 24-hour period in which to start, and say so we get like 12 hours, a 12-hour clock, and the 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 milestone or the leaderboard lasts for two days in a sense, but we have only a 24-hour period in which to start that clock. Okay, so make all leaderboards yeah. like metas. That's Sit that, that actually does sound good. Sitting Bull, welcome to the stage. Your opinion? 
I'm thinking that 12 would be better than 8 as far as length of event. But you could you could get it where when I start the event, 12 hours, this is the time frame I have to score. That works. At the end of that 12 hours, you're done and then but you but you but you, what you do is you have say you have 24 hours to start it and then at the end of it it's going to score 37 hours later. So somebody can start it at hour 23, yeah, but they're going to be right at the very end of that, you know, to trying to place. Does that make sense? Yeah, but the only way that this works, guys, and, and again, you need to be very cognizant of what you're asking for. Any type of start-your-own-timer style event is going to be blind, okay? You will not see what other people are doing. You can't. It doesn't work. Can I add one more thing? Go ahead. What people don't seem to understand is when it's a 24-hour event, okay, maybe people cannot snipe, they cannot do the end of the event, but they can do the event in their own time. But when you make it 8 hours or 12 hours, it restricts them. So if it's a 24-hour event, somebody can grind for 4 hours, 8 hours, 12 hours, 12, 8, 16 hours, whatever they want to but if you restrict them to eight hours that changes the whole mechanic i agree now, uh, let me let me let what me be about? clear hang on a second let me let me be clear that i personally we're, we're doing the same thing that we yelled at scopely about many months ago is that we're telling you when to play so with, with that respect i agree with v ready okay he is right that we by introducing an eight hour clock we're telling players when they're allowed to play but but here's the only counter that i have to that v ready and maybe the current model is good enough maybe it is here's my complaint and scaly's complaint okay for example just use this one last night i went to bed in rift number one i went to bed in second place i woke up this morning in 10th okay by sleeping, <laughs> by taking care of my family, by going to work, I lost eight places. And then I was able to claw my way back into sixth place. And that's only because I had time to spend this morning, but I was also busy at work. I didn't spend enough. I didn't spend as much time as I could have, which made this event. And maybe this is the way it is. Okay. Maybe there's no way to do this, but it made this event not about who uh, I, well, I guess maybe it did about who ground more, who had more free time. That's what this event was. It wasn't that I wasn't willing to do it. Be ready. It wasn't that I wasn't capable of doing it. It was that I, I, I just didn't have as much time as the guy ahead of me. Is that event is the same way? I, I listen. I don't disagree. I'm agreeing with you that that it's been this way since day one. All I'm saying is, is there an alternate mechanic that can assist players? And maybe there's not, as far as a leaderboard. Maybe what I'm referring to is obviously very. I mean, what I'm referring to is a solo milestone. Okay, play when I want, do what I need, hit the objectives, and I'm done. Maybe yeah. that's that's what I'm thinking. Look, Maybe I'd like to see. Right. Solo milestone, what you say is perfect, but that doesn't make a difference either. Solo milestone can be 24 hours, eight hours. It doesn't make a difference. I mean, the whole mechanic is changing for the solo leaderboard, right? Yeah. 
No, but yeah, but, but very rarely, very rarely. The, 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 the current solar leaderboard is still 24 hours. We can still have in, 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 the, in the design that we were talking about, we can still have it as 24 hours. That's, that's fine, but it's when we start. We currently have those timers as it is anyway for but our exactly. gift checks, for example. No, but what you don't, you, you, what you, you don't seem you, to understand you, you is... Well, V ready. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Okay. Uh, and 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 maybe maybe I'm I'm not hearing Stevens Aaron quite right. But but here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking. You're saying okay. So for example, let's make a solo leaderboard 48 hours long, right? Yeah. But you only get 24 hours of play time. Is that what you're saying? That's right. Exactly. Yes. So, so V ready what he what he's for as long as we want. V ready what he's suggesting is actually a meta like we got right now like so so rift 1 would be the 24 hours okay start whenever you want to start and you get a 24 hour period to score your points and then once your 24 hours is up you you claim whatever points i guess or whatever you know whatever your final score was and that gets thrown into the meta which is the make it so kind of thing so exploring or expanding upon the mechanic that we've got right here in the game and and that's still yes, for example have a three-day leaderboard and that's still for example that would still give you your full 24 hours v ready so that you're not but also but also if it's a two-day event let's let's say I'll give, I'll, I'll be, but it's I'll not explain to you. it's not no let's say it's a Let's say it's a 48, 48 hour event. You're saying it's a 48 hour event, right? I'll let, I don't do it, but I'm saying there are people who do that they'll spend 16 hours on two different days to get it done. But there's, you know no, what? But yeah, I'm not making it a 48 hour period. Okay. I, I, I'm yeah. giving you 48 hours to, to claim your points, but it is a 24 hour grinders event. Don't make any mistake about it. It's 24 hours. Okay, so like for example, for example, we have a, we have the twenty-four hour gift chest. Basically, you hit that claim button whenever you get to that twenty-four hour gift chest. For example, and you have twenty-four hours before the next chest roller rolls around or twenty-two hours. But using that same example, that reset is not a consistent reset. It's only when you've last opened claimed that chest. So using that example in the same way for the event, as soon as you hit that join now button, that starts a twenty-four hour clock. Whenever you press it, and you have that forty-eight hours, two days to use up that twenty-four hours to grind. And so, what and it, so, V ready. The only reason that your argument uh, doesn't work in in this case is that we're saying, listen, you only get twenty-four hours of grind. It's not a two-day event. And listen, if you want to make this a two-day event, then you got a three-day meta. You see what I'm saying? If you yeah, if, you, if you want to three-day event, with if you want to make it a seven-day yeah. event. If you want to make it a seven-day event, you can, and you get a, a nine-day meta, for example. Okay, you choose when to play. I'll, I'll I, so it's still a twenty-four-hour leaderboard, but we're not going to post the results for forty-eight hours. And the problem with that, which people in the chat have a problem with, is that the results are going to be blind. And again, that's yes, a problem. But, but also, results. Ma I mean, the results matter, right? You don't. You basically. You basically do your grinding according to other people's uh, points. Agree. If I have one million, you have one point five million. I will grind faster. If I, if you have five hundred k and I have one point five million, I will go slow. So if I do not have your score, it kills my game. Yeah, but you can. But but, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying we don't. We don't. We can still have the score because we still have the score currently. 
you know, on, the, on our current three-day event, we can still see the score right now. We just know what we need to beat on the final day. Well, so then, we Stevens, Aaron. Yeah, but then everybody's just going to wait till the final it, day. Right? Everyone's just going to wait till the last well, day and then do that. But, so but, that, doesn't, that doesn't help. That doesn't solve anything because that's going to make it so that, it, it, that everybody just waits till the last possible second, so. <laughs> you know? So, we still then have the choice to be able to start when we want, knowing when our 24 hours is going to finish. See, I could then, therefore, hit the timer when I wake up knowing that I am going to then have until I wake up the next the next 24 hours to to do and grind as much as I can yeah during that 24 hour period I don't know I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling like neo might have the answer here I tried to get creative and and I don't think it's going to work there's no one size fits all answer and uh and I don't I don't know I don't know that you can what about Go ahead. I got Operating. another idea that could work all right, hang on, Anubis. Hang, hang on, Anubis. Blue, okay. you're, you're first. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, what if there was a 24-hour leaderboard, but there was like a uh, four-hour booster where you can activate the booster at any time, and you get like 10 times the amount of points while the booster is active, so you can kind of choose your grinding period for that day. Consumable buffs. Truck and chick. Go next. We're wrapping up. Go Be ahead. over-engineering this solution. The whole question came about because the people on the dark side of the planet have a really hard time with event reset. Can we not stagger event start time? You know what? You're Just absolutely like we right. <laughs> we oh, are. Well, we are, truck and chick. Good it's, God. My <laughs> daily goals reset at 9 p.m. My daily event resets at 9 a.m. Do the same thing for every server. Hello, it's not that hard, guys. You're welcome. You know what? Truck and chick is so right. Like we, She could have saved us an hour. Just, just regionally base, regionally base your your event reset, Scopely, and the problem. You know what? You probably even solve a lot of lag problems that way. Lego nerd, go ahead. You're next. Oh, I was just saying, like, why don't we introduce uh, ticketed events? So we have had this option of joining only one event. Now, obviously, you wouldn't want to make this a monetized thing, but what about offering a couple different solo style leaderboards, like a burst one for the people who prefer a burst kind? or a solid straight 24 hours and then just reduce how deep it is like this one it's a hundred people deep so a hundred people versus say if you have two events you could just do it 50 people deep and then so you could pick and see oh i like this event this is how it's ranking i'm going to choose this one or this is how i feel like my day is going to be i want to join this one and add that wait sorry Go ahead, Sitting Bull. You get the final word, and we got to move on. Okay. To add to that, who says anything about running with the meta event that all the events have to be the same? You might have one that hits hostiles. You may have another one that's mining. You may have a, another one that's uh, raiding people's bases or PvP. Who says it has to be the same event that scores towards the meta? A leaderboard is a leaderboard during the seven days. How many of these different leaderboards can you take? Yeah, I can see that. Colby, uh, go go ahead with your point uh, in text uh, as you type that out, and and we'll get ready to uh, we'll get ready to wrap this part of the conversation up. It, it's a good conversation. I didn't really mean to get into it. It kind of spawned from the announcement that we're going to have twelve hours tomorrow, and that uh, that kind of got us out of hand here. <laughs> um, so there there you go. All right. Uh, very quickly, I do have a couple of things to to let you know while Colby is typing his uh, his comments there very quickly. 
let me tell you one or two other things that I know about this arc that I can share with you. Um, okay. <clears throat> Picard tickets. People have been asking. Picard tickets. Um, will they be able to be spent? No. These are purely a scoring mechanism. Uh, they will be uh, used for the Make It So event, and that is it. So they will not be able to be spent later on. Um, we have sent feedback up on the bracketing for this leaderboard event as far as available ships. That's being considered. Um, let's see. I have also sent up the question to design about the Armada chest because we're not going to get time to talk about Armadas today. We'll have to do it another day. Uh, but the Armada chest in which that the 41s and 42s cannot see the 42 uncommon ships, um, to my knowledge, that has not changed. Uh, that has been sent up. So I don't know if I don't know if we're going to um, if we're going to get an answer on that. Or at least I don't have an answer on that today. Okay. Um. <clears throat> let's see here. Can I give you input on that though? What? The uncommon Armada Forty Plus uh, chest is useless. The what? The uncommon the uncommon one. Is okay. Useless. okay. It probably still has some stuff in it, right? I mean, if I send you the cost and I send you the yeah, well, you'd want to kill it. Okay. So somebody told me that the other day, and I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this very very quickly. Um, it's uncommon. You've probably got gazillions of that loot. You probably got gazillions of those directives. It, it probably wasn't designed to be game breaking. Somebody, a lot of people sent me screenshots of their loot chest. I agree, they're expensive, uh, especially for the higher level players. But but I I don't think that I don't think players listen up until this point. I know you're used to V ready. I know you're used to opening a chest every single day. But I I don't I don't think that's gonna happen anymore. I don't think that's the intent anymore. Not about every single day. I won't even bother because. If I open the old one, I have a chance of getting ten rare directives. Well, do that. But if yeah, do that. Or, I in mean, the new one, you get you. I open one. I open twice. I open one four times. I I did a four and I did a one. I got five directives. I spent close to two point two point four plus four, or close to three million loot. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not going to bother. You still the choice. You still the choice. Yeah, which one I mean, open choose. Up. Yeah, I mean, I, that if if I mean that, what that's easy. The, the problem with the choice is that it doesn't actually do anything back. I'd rather save the loot for the smaller one. Well, okay. Well, I'm calm. Well, you, you know I, what though? It, that's that's almost like you guys telling me that I should be trying to start saving for Hector blueprints. Like you, you have. You have years worth of uncommon loot, V Ready. So, I mean, yeah, of course, you can do it per day. It'll be cheaper. It'll be more efficient, and you can do it that way. Um, and yes, I totally agree that the costs are high. I'm not going to disagree there. The costs are high. Um, but if the if the chest doesn't have value, don't buy it. 
You know, now Lube says that, you know, surely there should be some value. Sure. And, and we'll send it back up. If you guys aren't happy with it, I'll tell them you guys aren't happy with it. That's completely fine. But, I mean, don't, don't buy it if you don't want to. I mean, if, it, if you don't like it, don't buy it. You know, if, if a lot of people don't buy it, then maybe they'll look at it and say, okay, maybe we need to switch this one up. I'll, I'll admit the screenshots that I've seen, they're pretty meager. Uh, guys, I, I know that, for example, 30 G3 Uncommon, that sounds great, right? 30 G4 Uncommon is literally not worth the loogie that I could spit on the floor right now. Like, that's funny. That, that is true, all right? For example, my jelly, my jelly, the next component takes like 12,000 G4 Uncommon, all right? 30 is pointless. Okay, it's absolutely pointless. So I agree with V-Ready on the value of the chest. I'm not going to go crazy about it because uh, no, I just ain't going to buy it. What I got for, can, I get, can I tell you what I got for 400k loot? I got 30 common refined gas, one red directive, <laughs> one red directive, by the way. And I got one 8-hour speed up and 8,600 regular cores. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Of four hundred thousand loot. I agree. I'm not going to bother again. I wouldn't either. Don't do it. Um. So yeah, there you go. Raxanar says I'm talking cute. I need seventy thousand for my tier ten engine. And I know, and that's why I'm saying Raxnar, for you to go pull a double chest and you pull out thirty uncommon, like that, it's terrible. It you, it might as well be nothing. And I agree with V Ready that the G three uncommon chest could have more value. It's going to take you seven years to go through it. So, you know, it, it is what it is. We will talk about this in detail another day because we, we are out of time for now. Uh, what we need to do is go ahead and take our final break when we come back. Um, what, time, what time did we start? It was like, yes, yeah, so we're just over two hours. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, we'll play a game. Um, I will answer a couple of questions if I'm able. I know we did not get to... I know we did not get to uh, the Armadas. I'm very sorry. Okay, we got Picard uh, tickets. We got the shards. We didn't. You know what? I tell you what. We will do right after the break. Very quickly, we will do a calendar overview. Okay, we will do that. I'll tell you about what's coming up in Arc Two. We're going to be back right after these messages. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a sec. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Gay Flower Moving Company. Quality movers with the best haircuts in the business. He's a real TikTok man, filming in his big white van, hoping that he'll get some fans from somebody. Doesn't need a camera crew He lips, sings, and dances too Hoping it's a hit with you and me TikTok man Talk man, I worry you're dressed like a 
back, everybody. When listen, yeah, I was gonna say, Chronic Break, you got it. 90s Gwen, she's hot. 2020, 20, uh, 2021 Gwen, still hot. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'd like to thank Gwen Stefani and No Doubt for bringing us back. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Commands official podcast good evening and welcome as we get ready to wrap up the show for you here this evening we're going to answer uh just a couple of questions we're going to go through the event calendar uh let's do that now all right let's do the event calendar now and uh i i do plan on releasing a video about this probably tomorrow uh we of course we always do our event calendar uh a video and so i'll push that out probably tomorrow it's just been a busy couple of days here but of course right now you've got your 72 hour meta which is make it so this is going to run again on june 18th okay june 18th riffs one through three will run again and obviously uh i, I don't necessarily think v ready on mechanics but obviously for sure we're going to see at least probably a timing change or two. My recommendation is going to be to extend the Make It So meta uh, for 12 hours and leave Rifts 1 through 3 as three 24-hour events. That is the most like what we've got right now. And uh, by extending Make It So by 12 hours, you're just guaranteeing that everybody has a chance to claim their points. All right? That is going to be my recommendation. It's the simplest and um, and the easiest to do and the least deviation from anything that we've ever done before since you guys hate my ideas all right now <laughs> that's make it so we're gonna get that one more time um we saw who's that officer yesterday uh that was on day one of the arc that was actually fun i really enjoyed that okay there was a silhouette of an officer on a card they asked you a question there were four possible answers and uh, each answer had a corresponding task, complete the task, complete the event. And crazy enough, it actually paid decently well. I mean, as easy as it was, I got a boatload of trite out of that. I think it was trite. Wouldn't it be ready? Um, I actually really, really enjoyed that. That was a fun, quirky little thing. And, uh, and I enjoyed it. it. It actually reminded me a lot of, like, you know, a scramble communications type thing. All right, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, crazy enough, though, uh, I talk about... Uh, the um i talk about the uh, scramble communications and i wonder if if that is what that is it seems like that is becoming <clears throat> that, that it's becoming like a monthly staple which i love baba joe i love the fact that scramble communications is something that they have seen and they're responding to and that's something that is going to continue to present you know just that one event that doesn't require a lot of thought and and it's just kind of goofy and fun. Yeah, Blue, go ahead. Well, it was me. Oh, go ahead, V-Ready. Sorry, I didn't know if it was you or Bubba. Sorry, go ahead, V-Ready. I'm saying that the scramble communication is a different one. The Picard event is going to be scramble communication. This is just a good side one, which they actually gave us. <clears throat> oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, Picard Day. Well... Maybe this month we're getting two because Picard Day, like the Picard Week, all right, worth of activities. That's going to be 
that's going to be kind of cool. There's going to be some stuff, and, and I almost believe they haven't said so, but I almost believe that we get something unexpected pop up during that time. You, you don't have to quote me on it, all right? I'm just thinking I'm thinking that there could be something that pops up there. I, I don't know. I might be wrong. But Picard, Picard Day is obviously a huge day in the Star Trek universe, and, and there could be something that presents there. But who's that officer was fun. We get it four different days. Um, now, what's ironic is that it says that it's three 24-hour events, but there are four calendar days. I'm going to presume that we get it on four days. What? Guys, help me out. Yeah, be ready. I said that didn't make sense when it said three times 24 hours, but there are four dates. Yeah, so I'm going to presume that it's four days, all right, that that we're going to get that, and that's going to be fun. And hopefully uh, it continues to pay and and be quirky and a little bit of fun. Now, uh, we've got three 72-hour alliance milestones. You've already done one of them, and we've seen how super easy it was. Uh, which is upgrading your ACC or by spending Armada Directives. That obviously uh, was knocked out in a bang. You're going to get that two more times, June 15th and June 21st. Uh, That will be coming. Also, this weekend, uh, I guess starting tomorrow, not even this weekend, it's a 48-hour board, starts tomorrow. This will be a domination auction for the Refractive Beam Projectile. Refractive Beam Projectile is the epic auction or the Epic Projectile, rather, and it will be a domination auction for level 31 plus starting tomorrow and lasting 48 hours. Divine says, not doing it, no point. You know, I almost wonder, uh, Divine, we saw such big scores for Curon (laughs) between the auctions or between the arcs. Maybe people might be about spent out. You got to think, that was just a couple of days ago. Um... So maybe, possibly, potentially, Divine says you can. You should see my brackets on domination. I, I'm not saying that they're not crazy, but I mean, eventually, you run out of things to dominate. So at least that's always been the complaint. So anyway, that's a domination style auction starting tomorrow. Uh, when you listen to the podcast, that'll be Thursday, uh, guys. We are getting six days again. This is written incorrectly. We are getting six days, as indicated by the video that we posted during maintenance yesterday, you will get six days of uncommon ticketed events. All right. They are happening uh, on June 12th, June 13th, then the 21st, 22nd, and then the 26th and 27th. Those are the only six days that they're running. And on those three or those six days, there will be three different events for a total of 18 uncommon ticketed events as we know it in their normal form. Okay. 18, all right? Uh, That is not the only thing that we will be spending tickets on, though. We have uh, another ticketed event coming up here in just a few moments, and I'll tell you about that. Uh, We've got TNG Part 2, which is a solo leaderboard and an alliance leaderboard happening three times, 48 hours apiece, where you will be able to recruit officers, collect officer shards, and promote the officers. And then, of course, uh, Wesley Crusher and Picard will offer bonus points, all right? But this is any officer shard, any promotion, okay? You're going to get points for that. That happens uh, coming up. The first one is going to be starting Saturday and then starting the following Saturday and then starting the following. No, that's not right. 
Is that right? June 12th is a Saturday. June 17th is a Thursday, which is odd. And then June 26th is the following Saturday. All right, so recruiting officer is coming up uh, three times. And obviously, that is a leaderboard. Spend your recruit points wisely. All right. Uh, the recruit Captain Picard event. It's going to happen twice. I told you this in the video yesterday. Two different auctions for Rare and Epic Armada directives, excluding Eclipse directives they put in the notes this time, uh, as well as G3 or better, or G3 or uncommon or better materials. That is basically your G3, G4 spend auction for Picard. It'll be a 48-hour board. And again, we do not know what that board will look like. I hope for no changes as far as, you know, unlocks and all that stuff. But we got no clue. We will see. Now, June 16th is the day. June 16th is next Saturday. That is, uh, sorry, that is next Wednesday. I take you back. Oh, we're going to be on the air. We're going to be on the air for Captain Picard Day, Stevens Aaron. Oh, that's fun. We'll have to do something special that day. We're going to have to prepare something. We're going to be on the air for Captain Picard Day. That's going to be fun. So that comes up next Wednesday in which there will be a 24-hour solo milestone that is, again, as V-Ready said, kind of a uh, scramble communication, a series of riddles, and, and hopefully that can lead us to Captain Picard's destination uh, in the galaxy there somewhere, okay? Also, this was interesting to me, folks. Um, Captain Picard... Uh, the Captain Picard uh, auction and the Captain Picard Avatar auction are on different days. This is bad. I Listen, I don't know why they've deviated from the normal mechanic, but this is definitely different, okay? Uh, but Captain Picard's officer card will be recruited using G3, G4 spend. His avatar is on a different day and is a domination auction. Chronic says that's happened before. It is weird, though. It's weird. I don't know why they're doing it that way. That's not, that doesn't flow like I would like it to. But anyway, you're going to have a completely independent auction for the Picard avatar. By the way, it's not the epic facepalm avatar. It's the one that doesn't even look like his face. All right, so do it if you want. Yeah, that um, doesn't make any sense Yeah, it doesn't, make, it doesn't make sense. I don't like it. Um, Starting June 14th, which is a Monday uh, begins Captain Picard week. There's going to be extra missions, all right? There's going to be a meta event for completing those missions. Also, level 21 Alliance leaderboard, Alliance leaderboard, uh, starting this coming Friday, lasting uh, 24 hours, and then starting again on the 25th, which is two Fridays from now, uh, again, 24 hours. This is going to be specifically armada victories okay and by the way this is not just 40 plus armadas okay obviously they're celebrating the new armadas but this is going to be an alliance leaderboard for armada defeats all right um and so that is going to happen twice i expect hear me i expect the payouts for these to be pretty strong all right um these are two 48 hour alliance leaderboards for defeating armadas uh, also on the same day, well, this is weird too, V ready. So on Friday, the 11th, you're also going to get a solo milestone. Okay. To deal damage to armadas, which is fine. You're, so you're basically doing two events at chronic says, will it count all armadas? It's no, it's only faction 
Armadas, okay? Federation Klingon and Romulan Armadas, faction Armadas only, okay? Now, uh, again, on Friday is when the Alliance leaderboard starts, and you're going to have a concurrent solo milestone for dealing damage. So what's cool about that is two events with one piece of effort. You do an Armada, you're going to complete your solo milestone, and you're going to contribute to the Alliance leaderboard. The crazy thing is, is that the second iteration, and I have not confirmed if this is a typo, uh, ready, but the second iteration of that event uh, is scheduled for the following Friday, even though the Alliance leaderboard is the Friday after that. So I'm going to confirm the dates on that uh, and let you know uh, coming up uh, soon. Adeal says there's too many Armada events that uh, people won't have enough directives. I don't expect that to be a problem, just FYI. But they're, they're really, there's only two Alliance leaderboards for Armadas, and then we're going to have, it looks like, two, four, we're going to have four solo milestones. And the solo milestones are usually pretty simple. And, and let me rephrase. We're going to have two solo milestones for Uncommon, two solo milestones for Rare, and one solo milestone for Epic. So, uh, and it says defeating, not even starting. So I would imagine that, you know, if you coordinate this with your team, you should be pretty set on being able to, to yeah, easily But the problem is, like, I, I've already spoken to most of my team. They have Uncommon, and, they ha and I have a boatload of Epic. But nobody has Rare. So the Rare ones are going to be tough. Well, you know, good news is that one person can spend 200 and six people can get their event done. You know what I'm saying? So you're just going to have to very carefully coordinate. Don't let people hog all the spots. Put up or shut up, Wesley. A level 15 solo leaderboard. Uh, yeah, DJ, can you maybe put a bug in Scopely's ear to increase the spawn rate, please? Already done. Spawn so rates, spawn rates, spawn rates were increased with the patch. Uh, the timers were reduced by exactly half, so they've doubled up their respawn timer. Okay. Uh, Raxnar says spawn rates haven't changed. I don't know. I think I've, I've noticed a change. I mean, listen, it's not going to be, you know, spawn after spawn after spawn after spawn, okay? Uh, but, for example, I did, in fact, see three Epic 39s spawn yesterday in Groomsbridge uh, in the same day, and that doesn't normally happen. So I well, I do believe that they probably have sped up some, but you know they're not they're not still going to be immediate immediate immediate. Okay. My question was for on the rare day and the epic day, they could be really really helpful to us players if they would punch up the spawn rates on those leaderboard days I, or those milestones. The yeah. the miles the milestone day. So first of all, and and Ripper has shared this before. It. That is not an easy thing, okay? That has to be done with a maintenance like what we just did. That's when they finally changed the timers. They can't just change them for an event day, okay? That being said, there are literally going to be double as many armadas uh, possible as before. So be patient or try to get in early, find a target, and, and set your armada target for 14 minutes and 30 seconds before event reset, okay? So... I mean, obviously, it's not going to be, you know, go out and find your pick of 38 of them. It's still going to be a little bit of a challenge, but there should be twice as many. So it, it should be twice as possible to complete this event. Um, that being said, 
I can tell you right now, on days of the Alliance leaderboard, you know, good luck. Okay, good luck. There's going to be players out there running a ton of these things. So, you know, get out there and get what you can get because I'm I'm sure a lot of those high-value ones are going to disappear. Hey, BJ, at least could you put the idea in Scopely's ear to uh, possibly consider having uniquely increased spawn rates specifically for Armada-based events? Again, I'm happy to do that, but it's not possible, okay, because the Armada spawn rates – have to have a maintenance to change. So, you know, that's why they did it this past Tuesday. That's why they did it yesterday. Uh, it ha- the servers have to come online or come offline for that to, for that to change. So it, we can't just change it for an event, okay? Uh, at, at least, you know, I mean, at least that's what they've said to me. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, lie to you, but I mean, that's what, they, whether you believe it or not, that's what they've said. So it is what it is. Uh, there is an away teams assignments event this month, actually two of them, and it's going to be a leaderboard, folks. Uh, the first one actually starts tomorrow. Looks like it lasts for only 24 hours, but there is an away teams assignments leaderboard, solo leaderboard, which uh, I thought was interesting but <laughs> that they're incorporating that into this particular arc. But uh, be prepared for that. As a matter of fact, when you're looking at assignments today, maybe today is not the best day to start a five-day assignment. You know, let your refresh go, or, or, or for perhaps today, tonight, is a great time to start like a one-day assignment uh, or a 12-hour assignment, you know, after midnight tonight, uh, Eastern time. So time your assignments out so that you can claim a few of those to start when the solo leaderboard kicks up tomorrow. Uh, Officer Exchange Program is a milestone. This is going to be interesting. This is one of the events that I was talking about uh, in the video where you're going to have to uh, defeat hostiles with a specific combination of officers, okay? So, for example, we would normally go kill Reds with Pike Moro Chen. Fine. How about now do it with Eric's, uh, do it with a Zetbor, and do it with Yuki. <laughs> okay. Um, what's that? They've done that before to us, and they always suck. The, the, I, you know what? I think I think it's kind of creative, so I'm going to go with it. But yes, they are wanting you to defeat hostiles with specific faction officers on various faction ships. Now, guys, keep in mind this fa- this officer exchange program. All right, and and I am 99% sure. Hang on a second. Let me look at my notes. Yes. So the officer exchange program is, I am trying to decipher my notes now. I think, (laughs) I think the officer exchange program is going to be, well, gosh, see, now I don't know. Yes. Okay. I, I think I've got this. I got this. Okay. So guys, listen, the next three events, they're not labeled this way. They're not labeled this way, but, but hear me. I'm 95% sure on this. Officer exchange program that starts on June 14th and June 19th, and then friendly fire, which is June 21st, and then faction war, which is June 16th. I am 99% sure that these are going to be offered in all three factions for all four of these event periods, okay? Now, just out of curiosity, let me let me wrap this up with something simple. 
What does it sound like when we get three of a very similarly styled or the same event where you can do one, but there's going to be three of them? You got it, Captain Planet. All right. These, I'm 95% sure, are going to be uncommon ticket-based. Okay? Again, don't hold me to it. I'm 99% sure. So on Officer Exchange Program Day, you're going to get a Fed, a Romulan, and a Klingon event. On Friendly Fire Day, you're going to get a Fed, Klingon, and Romulan event. And on Faction War, you're going to get a Fed, Klingon, and Romulan event. These are uncommon, people. Uncommon tickets. All right? So, and, and I have confirmed, I have confirmed that one uncommon ticket, or ten, rather, ten uncommon tickets will be sourced on each of these four days. Divine has it right. Read the events carefully. This is what I put in the in the video. You guys need to go back and watch the video again. Read the event carefully, all right? For example, engage in PvP combat and destroy ships in the Friendly Fire event. Destroy ships of the same faction, Fed versus Fed, Klingon versus Klingon, and Rom versus Rom. Guys, if you get the Romulan event and you do not have a Romulan ship, then do not spend a ticket on the Romulan event. Okay? Hear me. No. Guys, come on. I, I'm getting tired. I've had a long day. So pay attention. No new currencies. No rare tickets. All of which has been said to this point probably 15 times. Uncommon tickets for these four events. And you must read. Okay? Because if you enter an event that you cannot compete in, Nobody feeling sorry for you, <laughs> okay? Nobody. The officer exchange program is the same way. They are going to give you a list of officers that you can use. If you do not have the list, if you do not have officers you know, on the list, and it's not going to be one specific one. I think they said they were going to give you options of, I think, three or four different officers per faction. Truth be told, you should all have them, okay? All of them. Like, because they're going to be uncommons and rares. So you should have them. Um, but if you don't, don't pay the ticket. Okay? If you want to enter the Klingon versus Klingon and your Ops 38 and you don't have a rare or epic Klingon ship, don't enter it. You got it, Divine. If it says use an Enterprise to kill other Enterprises and you don't have an Enterprise... Don't spend the ticket. Yes, Raxnar. <laughs> yes, ship requirements. Okay? Officer requirements and ship requirements. Read these carefully. You will get one free ticket on each of these days. Three events will show up. Use your ticket and or tickets carefully. Bubba Joe says, is it ops-based? Yes, it is. Okay, so based on your ops range, you're going to be expected to have a range of possible ships. Keep in mind, the black ISS jellyfish will not be usable at all in this event. This is a faction event. All right. So, yes, gosh, I, I'm shocked at how many people are finding it difficult to read instructions. All right. You can ask a question. Go ahead. Um, you said there are going to be six days of regular ticket events yes. and four days of special ones. Yes. But in the in in the instructions, that was not clear. 
I know that. That's why I'm telling you, and that's why listening to Ultimate DJs gives you an advantage. All right? Even in my video, V-Ready, I said that there was going to be a total of 10 uncommon ticketed event days. Six of them very normal. That's the reason why I just told you. I, yes. You told, I'm, I'm quoting what you just told me on in your video. You're exactly right. Ten total days, yeah. which is which is what we got here, okay? Officer Exchange is going to run twice. Friendly Fire is going to run once. Faction War is going to run once. That's four days of the special uncommon ticketed events. And you got six days of the normal uncommon ticketed events. And, and with these four special events, they're still uncommon. There's going to be one for each faction that presents. They will give you one free ticket, so you will have to spend the other two if you, if you so choose. So if we're adding it all up, you've got 10 total days of uncommon ticketed events, 300 total possible ticket spend. They're going to give you 100, which means if you do not have 200 tickets in your bank right now and you want to do everything, buy a pack. I actually have made my tickets last pretty well, V-Ready. I am going to be short this month, so I will probably have to buy a ticket pack. I don't want to, but I'm going to be short, and I'm going to do it. So, anyway, there you go. All right? Uh, that's what's happening with your event calendar. And, yes, listeners of this show get the information first because it's not in the news calendar. <sighs> Are we done? I feel, I feel worn out. Oh, my God. We've been on three hours. How did that even happen? I tried to wrap up at two. Stupid. Let's play a game. Let's Come play. On, let's well, play. Let's well play. DJ, uh, I just have one statement. Yeah. Go ahead, Blue. And that is uh, when people, I understand why people are complaining about the, uh, just going back to the uh, G4 Armada chess. Yes. I understand why people are complaining. But if you're thinking about Scopely releasing G5, you know, what would make more sense for them to release G5 ships with that? the whales can buy, but can do nothing to, like, there's no point in having something that's strong, or release the armadas that the G5 will be able to beat, and then people with G5s who are carrying their teams into the higher level armadas, getting you those credits you need that you think are farther away than they are. You know, um, like I said, we'll talk about the armadas and the chest on another day when we got time to break into it, because it definitely deserves more time than I'm willing to give it today. I'm worn out. Uh, but I'll, I'll definitely, listen, I, I see the value in the rares and the epics. As a matter of fact, you guys have all seen the screenshot of the full pull of the Hegta that happened. Um, that did happen. The uncommon chest, I agree. It looks a little weak for the price and we'll send that back up. I, I, am not saying that I'm not going to advocate for it. V ready. I'm just simply saying, you know, until it carries some value for it, you don't spend on it. I, I think I told you the other day, I felt like they were all very expensive. Um, but you know, I'm not on your level, so I don't know what I need out of that stuff. You know, it, it just, it feels really, really expensive. I will say to your point, Blue, um, yeah, well, I did not, well, can, can I tell you one thing though? I, oh, hang on a second. Uh, to Blue's point, I did not get to play in a lot of Armadas yesterday. And, and so, you know, uh, I think it was Blue that said that a lot of the bigger players are going to, you know, do the G5 and they're going to do the bigger Armadas to try to, you know, start working that direction. Uh, maybe slot me a warp particle because I couldn't do anything with my team yesterday. I was the I was the small fry. They were up there playing in you know warp one hundred and warp one hundred five and warp one twenty. I I couldn't do it. So they do need to be a little bit careful uh, on some of the you know on Armada. Listen, you know what Truck and Chick says that there's not going to be any Armadas. I may argue with you because you're not going to have the the VIP alliances 
going after the 38s and the 39s and the 35s anymore. They're going to be in yeah, deep space. The alliances aren't all up in deep space. You take they're not the, all up there. I'm not saying that they are, but you take the number one, two, and three alliances and take all their whales and move them up into deep space. There's going to be more armadas down but here. They, but they also have littles, also or smaller than whale population. I I don't disagree, and I'm saying they might come down and run one or two. They're not going to spend all day down there. Okay, I guarantee it. They're not going to spend all day down there. So uh, they're going to come down and run a couple, yeah, and more, they'll help. More but, armadas mean more spread. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more spread. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna go. They're gonna go north. They're gonna go north for the day. All right, uh, V ready. You got the last word. Cause we we got to bounce. Okay, I'm tired. Go ahead. No, I'm saying that the epic loot is not go not actually that great. Maybe one guy got a full pull, but most of the people are getting nonsense. All right, so I, I'm going to say this, and I love you to death, man. I really do. But but I I said this in the show teaser, and I said it at the very beginning of the show, and, and we didn't have time to talk about the Armadas. I'm going to say this, and then everybody can be mad at me until we do it on the next show. I, I It wears me out that we think that we're supposed to see an immediate game-changing return after one day, okay? You bought one, you bought one chest, okay? Or maybe you, maybe you did a double pull, and you got two chests. Okay. I got a four. I did a four pull, and I got nothing. Well, and I start like literally four months worth of armadas in one go. No, it wasn't four months worth of armadas. Okay, it was four months worth of armadas at the old at the old exchange rate. But the new armadas that you have access to with the same currency and the same directives are paying out exponents <laughs> exponentially on the loot. So, no, it's not going to be the standard moving forward. You're going to get more loot by doing more B, uh, by doing the higher armadas. And, and again, the cooldown only being three days, I fully expect that it's Scopely's intention that you're not going to pull one every three days. Okay? The fact that there are these BP... Look here. Game name just posted. All right, now, granted, that one's a little bit better than the one above it. That one's got three Enterprise ABPs, okay? That one's valuable. It also has 500 rare tactical cores. That's a little bit better. Now, you look at Raxnar's up there. Uh, that was a single chest. He, that was mildly worse. You got 400 rare tac cores, a core in RBP, uh, and then some, yeah. you know. So, so, again, not great, okay? Not game-changing. Not game-changing, but I imagine, listen, just like me, when I was working for my jellyfish, if I opened an epic chest and I got two or three jelly BPs, I was happy. I would imagine that Game Name opened this chest and got three Enterprise ABPs and is probably over the moon. All right? V-Ready opened one up. It looks like you got a Kelvin. You got 400 Rare. That's better. You got two Pylum. This was a, a four-chest pull, though, so it was obviously expensive. Uh, a before. I have all those chips left. If you well, then what are you whining about? If you got all four of those ships, be ready. You got other things to be spending on. <laughs> Don't worry. I mean, seriously, the the epic armada chest for thirty nine and down. Okay, that's always been no, about the cool. ships, right? It, it, it basically, it basically ate everything. It took two hundred and sixty k loot. I mean, that's a lot, dude. Well, yeah, but you also opened I four chests. You opened four chests. Be ready. Okay, I mean, you didn't have to spend two hundred sixty thousand loot. You did, and it certainly looks like it paid you. 
All right. Now, you say you have all those ships, and and is that what you said? You have all those ships? Or it's it took yeah. – Okay. well – I mean the the epic chest was the epic chest was all about the ships, man. I mean that's what they said. It's it, it has pictures of ships on it. If you want to focus on the officers, then worry about the rares. This is actually giving you an opportunity to kind of direct your efforts. Then the G three chest, you had you know uh, even in the rare chest, it's just materials. You see what I'm saying? So the the epic chest had the ships in it. It's no different here. The epic chest has the ships. The rare chest has the officers. Choose what you'd like to work on and and run those armadas. If you already have all these ships, then I I don't know what to tell you. I mean that's that's a great problem to have <laughs> to be honest with you all right and further if we're looking at some of the other screenshots that have been posted nobody else has posted screenshots of any rare okay hang on moto did there's moto uh who, who got 200 rare you doubled him up by the way he pulled four chests too and arguably he's got a bigger reason to complain than you did because <laughs> he didn't get nearly as many ship bps you got more tactical cores you got everything so uh listen they may not be Game-changing. But we have got to, to get our expectations in check. We, did, we do it every single month. Our expectations have got to get in check. All right? When they give us something, folks, it is a minimum one-year mechanic. Minimum. Like, do not expect four chests to change your life. And I don't mean this. I don't mean this directed at any one player, especially not V Ready. He's my friend, and he's always on the show. And I mean, I mean, no, I'm not saying it yeah. my life, dude. I'm yeah. saying that it has to help a, a little bit. I'm not saying it's 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 I. I mean, I think that that probably did help a little bit. Okay, a little bit. Now, you you did spend four chests, and that was a conscious decision, and that took all your loot. But all right, those epic armadas are paying exponentially higher amounts of loot so when you go up there you're not coming home with seven thousand loot like you used to okay you're going to start coming home with 40 and fifty thousand. and by the way i don't know if you ran any v ready but the starter chest guarantees are massive massive sadly i'm on a dead server my friend i cannot do the d3 epic all the oh uh, well yeah not all the time i agree uh, and and that, you know what? Hey, well, yeah, you're not going to be able to if no one in your team is going to be able to get there. And this is the one of the things that Scaly yeah, was talking get, about. Get there. Only jelly's there. Okay, I jelly's can't. can't do it. Well, I, I hear that. I don't know what happened with your mic. I can't hear you very well. So, uh, take care of that. No, but, I said only jellies can get there. So jellies can't do it. So I literally cannot do any because you of don't have. Space. Yeah, because you don't have anybody Armada, else that can help you. Yeah. Well, but I mean, here's the thing: Are you the number one player on your server? Yeah. Oh, see, there's not even an alliance you can go through. So, you know what? Welcome to the club. Commander Taylor is going to roll out the red carpet for you. Welcome to... Commander Taylor Commander Taylor is... Okay, I'll tell you one thing. I mean, uh, he's on a beautiful server compared to mine. He has 200 actives. Guess how many I have? 50. Okay, but it, the point remains the same. Okay, and, and really, please, let me wrap up. The point remains the same. You, are, are, you have hit the limit of progression. You have outgrown what Scopely is allowing you to do on your server, which means we must continue to advocate for these original servers to get a flipping merge, okay? You cannot introduce content like this 
All right, and I would say the same thing for Commander Taylor. You cannot introduce content like this when you got 50 players on a server. They cannot play. All right, and this is a conversation for another day because I'm going to get worked up about it. And be ready, I've got you back. I agree with you. All right, so we're going to drop it today. I really want to go. We're going to drop it today. We'll talk about it another day. But you're absolutely right. This content is impossible. And he leaves. Be ready. I love you, dude. It's three hours in. I have been asking you to go. Okay, please let me go. I agree with you. You're right. I will advocate for you, but we're not going to dive into this rabbit hole today. Please. Okay? I agree. If you don't have the player base to be able to do this, then you're right. You are at an extreme disadvantage because you can't run the armadas. You're not going to earn the crazy amount of higher, exponentially higher loot, which means these G4 chests for you are going to come extremely slow. And that is crappy. And that is a result of your environment and a result of your server. So Scopely, please, I, I appreciate the stuff that you're doing, but you have got to address this problem. You have to. More and, and more servers are crossing into this area. And that's with me. Great time. Game time, DJ. No Mom game. Nope, no game. I'm no done. Game? I'm done. All right. I, I tried to leave an hour ago. And now I'm grumpy. All right. Listen, I, I understand. And I appreciate you guys wanting to hang out. I appreciate you guys wanting to talk. And it's been a blast. I got to go. I'm, I'm because I'm tired and I've been trying to leave for an hour. Listen, um, be ready. I'll send your I'll send your stuff up, and I agree. All right, I do agree. And and for the rest of you, we'll talk about armadas coming up more. All right, for the for the most of the for the most of the community, the armadas have uh, they've been fun. I think some people some people had some fun with it. We'll talk about it coming up on a, on another show. All right, I promise. <laughs> I promise we'll get to it. But today, today we're done. <laughs> I'm not grumpy. You know what? I'm grumpy. I'm not mad. I'm tired. You guys, let me tell you, yesterday was... Yesterday was ARC launch day. All right? Yesterday was ARC launch day. So I was up at four. But then, and, and not your all's problem, you know, not that you guys even knew. Yesterday was also server migration day at my dealership. I was at work until midnight. So Ew. I woke up at 4 a.m. to do content, and I was at work until midnight. I drive an hour home. I got up this morning at like 8.30 to do chores and get ready for the firewood where we moved three tons of wood for four hours. I am zapped. I'm ready for sleep. <laughs> I'm wore out. Sorry, DJ. V ready. You don't need to apologize. I agree with you. I just need to disengage right now. Okay, we got to talk about it later. I'm sorry, but how you? Be ready. What? Be ready. No, not over. You saying you're tired? I'm saying I'm sorry for your children. Oh, for the kids. <laughs> they at least they got their sleep, man. At least they got their sleep. All right. Listen, I'm going to say thank you to the gold patrons. I'm not even going to read the list. I can't even read the list. I'm going to say thank you so very much to the gold patrons. I love you so very, very much. I'll read your list on the next show, but I'm going to go ahead and bounce for tonight. This is a very sleepy, 
Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person saying thank you to everyone who contributes to the show. Your names are in yellow, and you are in the bottoms of my heart. Thank you so very, very much. I'm going to bounce out of here, and I'm going to remind you to visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you can go to find all of our YouTube content, which we've got a new one coming, uh, I think, in the next day or so with the event guide. we got that coming. And uh, also the ARC launch videos that we did yesterday. If you haven't seen it, go watch that. Thank you guys so very much. Talking Trek Live is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I've been your host. My name is Ultimate DJs on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Love you, man. See you later. Bye-bye.